The following is an Auburn Network production. It's a classic combination. Wings 94-3 and Auburn High School football. It's a rollout and looking for a throwback and it's there and give him six. Touchdown, Tiger. Puts his foot in the ground, dives for the end zone. Give him six. Aye. Cuts back inside. Let's go. Gets free, and he's gonna score. AHS football on Wings 94.3 is presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Gouge Performing Arts Center. Now, the voice of Auburn High football, Scott Bagwell. Hello, everybody, and welcome into Doug Sanford Stadium. Scott Bagwell here, joined by Rob Pate, as Auburn High School looks to bounce back after last night or last week's loss to Central in a game where I don't, I wouldn't say that Auburn played poorly, but every time that Auburn made a mistake or something happened, Central was there to take advantage and not just a little bit like a 15 no they they took advantage in a massive way and auburn comes away with a 41 to 20 loss so the region championship is now in reach but now they have to regroup and regather and get ready because the playoff part still isn't still hasn't been punched and uh to do that auburn's got to get a win here tonight yeah they do scott and uh, they have to do it on senior night and uh, to keep the uh, uh keep the playoff hopes alive you know i, I think that that's uh, so much to play for um, these guys, I mean, it starts in rec ball here in this city. I mean, if you get to the championship, you have the opportunity to come play in this stadium. And then from seventh grade on up, they, they go through your teams. And just defending this home turf and, and playing in this venue is, is special for these kids. And to be able to do it with a playoff berth on the line against a team like Prattville that, that carries the pedigree that they do, um, you know, this this means a, a ton for these guys. And I'm sure that they'll be prepared and ready to, to step up and get it done. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's been such a weird year, and, and we still are dealing with some twists and turns from the first home game with the loss against Enterprise, and Auburn turned the ball over so many times, mm-hmm. and then um, and, and then you get, you bounce back, you lose your quarterback, you get the big win at Dothan, you get the big win at Opelika, you lose a game to Central, um, but somehow Auburn's right in the thick of it as far as you know playoff berth, all that. But to get a, a, a home playoff game, they need help. And uh, But it's kind of hard to get your team to focus on that when there's all this other stuff going on. How difficult is it for an athlete to, to just kind of wash everything and focus in on what, on what game you have? Because the other thing is the last two times Auburn took the field, the electric environment at Opelika, an electric yeah. environment last night, you can feel it right now. It's a different environment here. It's a lot a lot more low-key than it has been the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it is. A lot of, uh, you know, almost like a homecoming type of environment where there's a lot of extra peripheral things. We, we, you know, last time I remember us doing this was when we had the DeMarcus uh, Ware night yep. and uh, kind of had a lot of pregame festivities, and that was a night that Enterprise came in and won. So you just have to have good senior leadership. You have to know as a coaching staff that things are different. So you, you call plays and you get to alignments that they've done that they can do in their sleep, um, that they know that they can execute well so that you get going on a a good note. And uh, I think we'll see that tonight. I think these guys know what's at stake. Um, Early in the season, there was still, um, you know, a lot of feeling uh, out process, but um, they'll come ready to play tonight, I'm sure. Yeah, we're going into game nine, but there's still some things that are unknown. Jackson Kilgore goes back, and and we'll see him play. 
you'll have some injuries. Wyatt Trexler, he's out for the year. Now Auburn has to replace another linebacker, and, and that is their thinnest position. So yeah. somehow we go into week nine with knowing a lot about this team, but yet there's so many question marks about this team. A lot to unfold here tonight. This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff, brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience some knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. On the other side of this break, we'll have keys to the game. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Publix. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. It's Auburn High Game Night on Wings 94.3. And this is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff. Welcome back to the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff, brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience some knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Now let's look at tonight's keys to the game presented by Gouge Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. Rob, what you got? Yeah, you know, I think Scott first is just getting out to a fast start. I mean, Prattville's the type of team that um, they've got the athlete. They can keep it interesting. They can beat you if you come in here and you lay the football on the ground and you expect you just roll your helmet out and think they're going to lay down for you. That won't happen. They're too proud of a program to let that happen. Um, so Auburn, I think, has to come out and, and, and get reestablished with some momentum, some confidence after taking a loss to uh, uh, to Central. Uh, they did a lot of great things in that game, and I'm sure they had a lot of good teaching points. But uh, I think a fast start's imperative, and then I think playing just clean football. You know, not not giving up big plays, not letting uh, this team stick around. Yeah. If uh, you know, I just think if Auburn plays their brand of football, that they could put this thing away early. I think they need that getting ready for a playoff run. Yeah, and, and for me, it's, it's bring your own juice. It, it's it's a weird environment here today where it feels kind of like a almost a, a non-conference yeah. Sanford-Auburn University game where there's just not a lot of juice in the stadium, and it's kind of scary because the team over there, Prattville, they got some guys, and, and they've shown flashes this year where you go, that's a darn good football team. Yeah. And then you see other parts where you're going, well, what – what's going on over there so i think uh yeah adding uh, bring your own juice i think if auburn can get off to a good start and just kind of put this thing away early that'd be great um the other thing is is you know jackson kilgore 
being the backup quarterback, Auburn needs to get him reps. He only has two games of experience. Mm -hmm. And going into the playoffs, I think Auburn's going to need both Henry and Jackson to play well at the quarterback spot. And I'm interested to see how they handle that, you know, how what the identity of the offense looks like, um, how the unit is able to gel with two different guys calling the signals, and uh, how, how they're able to be efficient when they when they have the ball. So uh, you're right, you know, putting Jackson Kilgore back into the fold can be a huge positive for this team. It stretches the field vertically. It gives teams more to prepare for. But you also have to go out and execute it if you're an offense. And so that, that looks different both for which whoever's at the quarterback. So it's going to put the onus on that offensive front and those skill guys to, uh, to step up and make some plays. I think if you're an offense or an Auburn fan, what you're hoping is kind of like the Tim Tebow, Chris Leak thing yeah. where Chris Leak's the guy, he's the unquestioned guy, and then you have the uh, Tim Tebow who would be Henry Allen in this uh, since who can short yardage, you know, if they're going to stack it, he can he can throw it. He's proven it. He, he's starting to get more and more confident throwing the ball and in the red zone, really let him uh, go to work with that run game. But uh, I think the other thing is is making sure those two guys are unselfish in it and, and, and kind of, you know, understand that, hey, it's going to take both of us to, to move the ball. Yeah, if they can do that, I think that they've got something. And, um, you know, they can't try to do too much. You know, you have to kind of know what it is that you do well. But at the same time, these coaches can't pigeonhole these guys yep. and not give them the entire playbook to work with. Now, you, you know what Jackson does well and you know what um, – um, what, uh, the um, what Henry does Henry well. Allen yeah. does well and you want to ride that but you also don't want to make it so obvious for the defense yeah and and I think Auburn's done really good at times of changing that up so you know and the other thing is is go, looking forward to the playoffs imagine if you're a defensive coordinator and you got to get ready for two offenses right. and one if Auburn's able to go out and execute the run game the way that they want to and then the pass game the way that they want to with the two different quarterbacks. And that makes this important because if, if they come out here and slop around with one guy at quarterback, then they'll trash it. You know, yeah. they'll, they'll say, we're going to we're gonna pick one, and then you don't have to prepare for that. So they, they need a good showing for their confidence and then to put that out on game film. And that's a look at tonight's keys to the game presented by Googe Performing Arts Center at Auburn University. See upcoming events at GoogeCenter.Auburn.com. Edu. On the other side of this break, we'll go over what's going on in region and across the state here as we're about 20 minutes from action here at Duck Sanford Stadium. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. 
the only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Now, more of the Russell Building Supply countdown to kickoff on your Auburn High football station, Wings 94.3. This is the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff, brought to you by Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Experience and knowledge from the pros at your hometown home center. Now let's look, at, let's look at tonight's scoreboard, brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto. Number one in 7A Central is off this week. They have clinched the number one seed in the playoffs, and they will play Prattville next week. Number four, Dothan, is at Opelika. Winner of that game is into the playoffs. The loser will miss the playoffs. Number seven, Enterprise, is at Jag High School. Smith Station is at Percy Julian. That game will be played tomorrow. And that's a look at tonight's region games. Now, the following games could impact the region standings if we get to the three-team tiebreaker. Valley will play at Carroll. A Carroll win gives Dothan an additional win for their tiebreaker purposes. Fairhope is at Baker. A win for Baker. Uh, one gives them the two seed. The other one is, again, a win for Dothan. Rehoboth travels to Shelby County. A win by Rehoboth gives Enterprise a win total. And then number two, Thompson, is at Hoover. A Hoover massive upset. One helps their playoff standings. Two gives Auburn an additional playoff uh, tiebreaking victory. And then we'll look at tonight's uh, or look at the games in the top ten in 7A. Robert Stell is at number three, Mary Montgomery. Number three, MGM, is looking for their first 10-0 regular season since 1965. The only time that program has gone undefeated was in 1965. In fact, they didn't even have a playoff then. They just went 10-0, and that was the end of that. Number six, Vestavia Hills is at Tuscaloosa County. Number nine, Hewitt-Trustville is at Chelsea. Number nine, Hewitt-Trustville last week got upset by Spain Park. And then the next day, uh, actually like that Monday, Spain Park stayed in the state news as they lost their best defensive player who trans who moved oh, that's just unbelievable. to Thompson. And we'll see if and when he plays. Um, number 10, Austin, is at Huntsville. That rounds out the top 10 in 7A. Then looking at some big games across the state, number one in 4A, Andalusia is at number three, uh, uh, Montgomery Catholic. That's a game where those two teams played twice last year and split. Odds are those two teams are going to play twice as well. And then in 2A, number two, Highland Home is at number four, Realtown. Realtown beat Highland Home last year 8-7 to seven to win uh, the region championship in, uh, in that one. And uh, both of those two teams will compete with B.B. Comer for uh, the South in 2A. And the question there is, in 2A, is anybody going to be able to knock off Big Bad Fife as uh, the Red Devils continue to be very, very good in 2A action? And the World Series Game 1 will get started. The Diamondbacks at the Rangers. Uh, it's the, the five-seed uh, Rangers, the six-seed Diamondbacks, two teams that a couple of years ago would not have made the playoffs are in the World Series. And also a Auburn High School athletics note on Tuesday at 5 o'clock, the Auburn High School flag football team will host Dothan in the first round of the playoffs. After that game, Smith Station and Central will play, and the winner of those two teams will play each other on Thursday uh, right here at Duck Sanford Stadium. And speaking of the Auburn High School flag football team, I want to go ahead and wish uh, the assistant coach for Auburn High Flag Football and my wife, Sarah Bagwell, a happy birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday. Absolutely. When we come back, we will have our interview with head coach Keith Etheridge. You are listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Come in and get it out of your 
assist on the Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customers' satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. Hello, this is Coley Trent from Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need, Jeffco Trent Funeral Home and Crematory. Since Auburn Bank opened in 1907, we've been tested by world wars, pandemics, and plenty of troubled times. Through it all, we've not only survived, but thrived by staying true to our core values of sound money management and putting our customers first. And just as surely as more challenges will come, we'll meet them the way we always have, with your confidence and our experience. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. It's time for a pregame visit with Auburn High head coach Keith Etheridge. Welcome back. Scott Bagwell here, joined by head coach Keith Etheridge and coach. Last week against Central, um, you know, you said it going in, got to limit mistakes, got to limit the big plays. And uh, the, the times that you did make a mistake, they, they jumped all over it, whether it be the fumble for a scoop and score, missed coverage for a big touchdown. Um, you know, Central did what, what good teams do. They got mistakes, they took advantage of it, and then they got uh, Cam Coleman the ball, and he was able to do special things with it. Yeah, he's a great football player. Uh, and they do a great job of, of spreading the ball around, getting him the ball in his hands. The quarterback don't hold it long. He gets rid of it. You know, we got to him. We hit him. He's a tough kid. Yep. Made plays, you know, uh, got the ball to his open guys. And, you know, uh, they got a good, really good football team. One of the, one of the most – Probably talented football teams I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Um, so they they're going to be tough to beat. You know, it's it's going to be they're going to be a hard out during the playoffs. Um, but I hope we get a chance to play them again. Yeah. And and you know that game happens. You had a chance if you won it or win that game to go to to, to come, go and, and went out for region championship. But now it's time to kind of flip and you got to take care of business and get into the playoffs. Yep. You need a win to get in. Yeah. Um, and you're going against a, a Prattville team that has kind of been hit or miss. At yeah. times they look really good. At times it looks like they're still kind of struggling to find their way. Yeah, they've, they've had some turnovers in some games at some bad moments. That's, that's sort of that's sort of – you know, we've found ways to win those close games. Yeah. They've lost some of those close games. And they've got a really talented football team. I mean, they've got a defense lineman who's got an Alabama offer. They've got – you know, a running back that's as good as any I've seen all year. I mean, he's 6'2", probably 225, 230, big old kid. Uh, he runs the ball well. And they do some good stuff, you know. Um, it's just, you know, they've made some mistakes in some crucial moments this year. It sort of hurt them. But, you know, like I said, you cannot overlook Prattville. Yeah. Prattville has a great football team. they got great tradition. They always play us hard. You know, it's always a dogfight. I think last year we got up 26 or 27 mm-hmm. nothing halftime. They fought back in it, you know, was was set up to take the lead. We made a couple of plays and, and was able to get out of there with a win. But, um, you know, it's it's one of those games that really scare you, yeah. <laughs> you know, because you, 
you you got to win this game, you know, for playoff seeding. Uh, and I think you know we have to win one of the next two to get in. But we want that we want that seeding. We want to have a, at least a chance to yeah. get that number two seed. And you know, it's looking like you know, you could be two, three, or four. You right. know, so uh, but we want to get ourselves opportunities. Yeah, and you know, uh, to even have a shot at the number two seed, got to find a way to. To, to get the tiebreakers, which would be got to find a way to get the tiebreaker, and and the only way to do that is to win out. So you know yeah, th- this absolutely. one is 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 big. Talk about having to have the bounce back. You know it's easy yeah. to get up for Central and all that, but now yeah. you, you get beat. Now how do you make sure that the the quote unquote hangover doesn't last into this week? Well, that you know our kids are great, man. Yeah. They they're not going to have any hangover. They want to get back on the field. They want to try to right the wrong. Um, you know, we, we've got senior night tonight. You know, hopefully our seniors are pumped up about playing this game and our younger guys are pumped up for them to yeah. get to send them out, you know, at home at the duck on a great note. You know, seniors are, are just a special group. You know, yeah. I mean, we got All-American in the group. We got some guys playing in the North-South. I mean, Ian Nation yeah. is the kid that's broke records here. You've got – there's some really, really good football players in this group. Yeah, and then also it's it might be the last time at home, you know. Yeah, it's short could season be. at home, and then if could the playoff be. seedings don't break the way that we hope, yeah, could be the last time you take that drive over to Duck Sanford. Yeah, and you want you, I'll I'll definitely convey that to the guys tonight, and you know I think that we'll give our home crowd a great great football game tonight, and I know Pratt was going to come in ready to play because um, this could make their season. Right. I mean, they could come in here and pull this off. That it could make their season. And, you know, uh, we don't want to. We don't want to let any slip by that, that that we control, but we do control our own destiny right now. Yeah. As far as the playoffs, so we got to, you know, we're banged up still, you know. So you know, we lost White Trexler to a knee injury. Um, we got Jason's going to step up and play that position. He did. He's done a great job. Jason's yeah. a great little football player. He gets after it. You know, he's where he's supposed to be. He makes plays. So, you know, we're not. We think that he'll do a fantastic job. He did last week when he came in. He did earlier in the year when he came in for Ty. You know, so um, we're just looking for him to do a really good job. And you know, uh, we will get we'll get Jackson back tonight, so he'll get to come in and and play a little bit. We're not going to throw him to the wolves and put him in there playing the whole time. Henry will start again, and but Jackson's going to come in. He's going to play tonight and get maybe get hit a couple times and get back in the feel of things and. You know, um, it's tough to. It would be tough if you're a if you're a opposing coach and you got to prepare for Jackson and you got to prepare for Henry because those are two different contrasting yeah. styles. It's two different offenses. Yeah, there and, and and that's just because of their skill set. That's right. Um, I was going to ask you. It's it's been a, a very much a next man up mentality all year long. Yeah, whether it was Henry uh, stepping up when he was needed to, but now you got to do it again on the defensive side. Um, how important is it for the for the backups to be ready? Because yeah. I know y'all preach it. Hey, you know, you're an injury away yeah. for, from from getting your spot. Well, you know, we tell kids every. I tell kids every single week. You never know when your last play is going to be. So play your guts out. You know, do everything glorify the Lord. Do it the right way. Do it. You know, just be be ready for. You know, football's got to end at some time. You know, and when it ends, you want to be able to look back and say, Hey, I gave everything yeah. I got every single play. And, you know, we were talking about this morning, our FCA meeting, and I used Wyatt as an example. And, you know, just – and now Wyatt becomes – I've got him in coaching gear. He's, <laughs> he's Coach Trexler now. So, we're just getting, getting, 
you know, that guy, you know, he's, he's, he's going to be useful to our program regardless of where he's on the field or off the field because he's such a great young man, such a good kid. Yeah, and, uh, you know, let's talk about the, the mentality. It's, it's, you know, opportunity to, to clinch another yeah. playoff spot, opportunity to go at home and play. It's pink outs, all this stuff. Yeah. But uh, it's just another opportunity to go out and compete with this team. Yeah, and, you know, I, I say it all the time. Uh, football's a game. Yeah. You know, in the grand scheme of things, you know, you want the kids to learn from it and get better and, you know. But in the grand scheme of life, you know, it's something small. Right. You know, it's a it's a it's a vessel to teach kids things, and you know, um, we just want them to understand the importance of their friends, yeah. of getting to play together, of competing, of you know, just being playing from snap to whistle, and like in the game of life, just you know, doing the best you can at everything you do, and. You know, that's the lessons you get to learn in the game of football. It's not about wins and losses. You know, you want to go out there, you want to compete, you want to win. Uh, but the, in the grand scheme of things, you know, uh, we, we try to tell our kids the important things. Are you getting better every week? Are you playing hard for your teammates? Are you being unselfish? Or, you know, those things that in life are going to take them further. Coach, thanks for your time. Good luck tonight. Thanks, Scott. Go Tigers. That's head coach Keith Etheridge. We'll be back with more. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Publix. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Hey guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing, and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs. And come visit us on your next visit to the Plains. War Eagle. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. It's almost game time on your Auburn High School football station. Now, the Auburn Banks starting lineups. When we come back, we'll have we'll give you those starting lineups in depth. We're about two and a half minutes until we'll kick off, so we'll get those Auburn Bank starting lineups to you right, uh, actually right after kick as the teams take the field. We'll be back, and we're going to go ahead and take our final break here on the Russell Building Supply Countdown to Kickoff as kickoff is up after this break. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 
Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. My joints aren't what they used to be. Routine exercise, playing ball outside with the kids, riding bikes on vacation. I never worried about keeping up. But now, my joint pain has started slowing me down. I decided to make an appointment with the orthopedic clinic. Their surgical partners had the experience, technology, and personalized approach to care that I was looking for. Best of all, it was close to home. I'm thankful I chose the orthopedic clinic. Don't let joint pain slow you down. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule your appointment today. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Wings 94.3, WGZZ, and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn Opelika. This is Coach Hugh Freeze, and your home for Auburn football and Auburn Opelika is also your home for classic hits. Wings 94.3. From Wings 94.3 Sports, Auburn High School Football is on the air presented by the orthopedic clinic russell building supply and southern union also brought to you by auburn bank franklin tire and auto university ace hardware troy bank and trust and by Gouge performing arts center towns magoo will be kicking off going from left to right which is the concession stand towards the field house Auburn in the white helmets, blue tops, black pants. It's an interesting combo, to say the least. Prattville with the maroon helmets, with the chrome uh, decals, the white tops, and the white pants. Towns McGoo, an Under Armour All-American. He is the fourth Under Armour All-American in Auburn high school football history as D. Finley, Reuben Foster, and Rashawn Evans got the honor before him. He got his jersey earlier today. Magoo will approach, and he'll kick that one on the line, and it's fumbled and picked up at the goal line. Coming back the other way, got to see. And that's a nice tackle there made right at uh, the 25-yard line. Andrew Hahn is able to make the tackle. Good to see the coverage team get down there and do their job as for the first time in a couple weeks, Towns just missed that one. He did. He just topped it, and uh, Prattville did a good job. You could tell they wanted the opportunity to return that ball. Not many people get it. And I thought that there was a pretty big seam right there, right over the hash mark. But uh, Andrew Hahn's able to, to close it down quickly and uh, get this defense going, start this game. They'll take over right at about the 27-yard line, a three-by-one set here for the Lions. Quarterback in is rolling. Now he tries to spin out the other way and tries to find his receiver incomplete there and I believe that's a different starting quarterback than I thought it was going to be. No, it is uh, number nine uh, Rigdon as he is able to avoid pressure incomplete on the first pass of the game. 
Yeah, Auburn does a great job of just getting a lot of bodies uh, to disrupt and uh, you know through the timing off of that. It looked like they had a guy dragging across the middle that was open early, but uh, Auburn closed down on it, and the pressure got to him. Pistol set with a tight end next to the quarterback, and now the other tight end will move over across the formation with a back right behind him inside give. Up the middle has a seam. And he will. the back will get to about the 34-yard line, bring up a third down and medium. Yeah, nice job there by the Prattville tailback. There wasn't a big hole there, but uh, he was able to kind of find some daylight, skirt through it, and uh, got all the way to the second level um, before uh, Davis Smith is able to come up from the safety position and uh, put him down. Big third down right here. And let's take a look at tonight's starting lineups on the defensive side of the ball, presented by Auburn Bank. Their local team stand by ready to discuss your financial needs and goals. Auburn Bank champions of you as it's kind of an interesting set it's a three by one with a bunch set here auburn shifts away from a five-man line it's a four three look inside give tigers able to force the bounce and it's going to be close to the line to game but i think he will be short take a look at that defensive line marquise washington at one defensive end spot caleb pitts who the last couple of weeks has played amazing football at the other Caleb Crawford and Deuce White on the inside. Your linebackers are Jace Williams and Ty Hudson. Your nickel is Jackson Mills. Corners, Pete Davis and Mike Gunn. Your safeties, Trey Marcus Webb and Davis Smith. And Auburn will force a punt on their initial first down on their initial drive. Yeah, good physical series there by that front by the Auburn, Auburn defense. And that punt is short and will hit and will roll towards Auburn. And finally, Prattville is going to be able to touch it dead at about the 36-yard line, first and 10 Tigers. Yeah, and Auburn had a, a different uh, punt returner out there with uh, Cheetah Webb. Uh, that's new that uh, they haven't shown. It's been uh, Ian Nation predominantly, and uh, that time Cheetah Webb goes back. But Prattville doesn't get enough leg into it, and uh, they're gonna, we're going to have outstanding field position to start this uh, opening drive. Let's take a look at the offensive starting lineups presented by Auburn Bank. And Henry Allen is your quarterback. Your running back is Tyler Flakes, but Omar Mapson will play plenty. Your tight ends are Griffin McLean and Tyler McKinnell. As Henry Allen in the gun, and he's going to play action, drops back, wants to drag, has the dragon open, and that is Griffin McLean. Big time yardage into the 50 or past the 50-yard line, gets a block there on the outside by number three, Cody Palmer, who's your starting slot receiver. Big time gain across the 40 all the way down to the 36-yard line. And giving Henry the full playbook right there, letting him throw on first down when it looks like they're stacked in there, set to run the ball with that heavy set, and uh, they find Griffin McLean. That was an outstanding throw right on the money. Start this game for Henry Allen. Gain of 28 on the play. Your receivers are Ian Nation and Gibson Lothridge. Inside give to Tyler Flakes, bounces it outside. He was a block away, but he's going to get close to the 30-yard line, gets to the 32, gain of four on the play. <laughs> big, big hole over there. I see number 56, Hugh Botterford, just uh, really clapping his hands and jawing with that uh, that Prattville defensive front. Uh, that thing opened up really nicely on the left side. On the uh, offensive line from left to right, Clem Walmack, your left tackle, Hugh Botterford at left guard, Jalen Foster, your center, Case Whaley at right guard, your right tackle is Trenton Pritchett, the sophomore, trying to get outside to the left. They're going to give it to Flakes, going to get a good get, get a good block and get a good gain across the uh, first down yardage across the 25 to about the 23-yard line, gain of nine on the play. Yeah, and, and Flakes looked uh, really sharp. I mean, just uh, really fast right there hitting the hole. I think Auburn got a little lucky right there with not getting a, a false start. Inside hand, outside hand off to Flakes. He's going to go across the 20 to about the 19. With that play, Auburn High School moves inside the Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse at Auburn tradition for over 30 years and something that I knew was in the game plan. Auburn going very, very fast when they get an opportunity here. Gain of four on that one. 
Yeah, they are. It makes it tough on the defense, tough to substitute, and, uh, man, they start they start breathing heavily quick. Inside give to Flakes. Flakes bounces it out, but there's an outside linebacker who was not accounted for. Gain of a couple on the play. First third down of the night, third down at about three and a half, maybe four. Yeah, big plays need to convert, need to get some points on the board. But uh, so far, Auburn's looked sharp in this opening drive. Henry Allen has it third down and about four. And now they'll flip over the tight ends and the running backs, trying to get it outside and gives it to Flakes. Flakes cuts it back close to about the 13-yard line. If it's to the near side, I think he's going to have his first down. It's going to be really close. If if not, I, it's it's definitely one where I think we'll see Auburn go and. Well, right now the uh, the spot is beyond the line to gain. So Auburn, yeah, picks up the first the first down. Auburn, 47 percent on the year on the third down conversion. Henry Allen goes hard count and six people jump. <laughs> the question is, is how many on each side, and they will call it a offsides on the Lions. Uh, it's just a good job of Auburn picking up five free yards. I mean, right after the first down, you can see Prattville's trying to substitute now. Auburn gets back up on the line of scrimmage, and, and they go no count, hard count, uh, and they draw Prattville across the line of scrimmage. Auburn's doing some smart things, and, and Auburn's doing some physical things here on this drive. 23rd trip to the red zone for the Tigers. They have had 14 touchdowns in those trips. Claps a hand is Henry. He hands it off to Tyler. Tyler running hard. Flakes gets to about the four-yard line. Gain of four. It's going to be second down and goal. And there's going to be a flag. The question is, is it going to be on Ian Nation on the cornerback who was shoving? I'm going to say this. With as much shoving as what was going on, that has to be offsetting. And Charlie Ward will come in for Ian Nation. No, they will send in Josh Askew. And well, either way, it's going to be it's going to be after the play. So it was first down and five, which means it's looking at second down and two. It could be a second down and about 17 if this is off on Auburn after the play. It is not offsetting. It is just on Ian Nation, much to uh, the chagrin of the Auburn staff on the near side. So second down and long coming now. Well, that, that's just something that Ian Nation has to, you know, he's got to grit his teeth and, and know where his team is on the field. And uh, I know that's a hard thing to do when you feel like you're defending yourself. But, um, you know, you just can't you can't put your team in a situation where you lose 15 so close to the goal line. Joshua Askew, the sophomore, checks in on the outside. He had a big catch last week against the Red Devils before twisting an ankle. Henry Allen has it. Play, or actually, it's a quarterback counter, and he breaks one tackle, breaks a second one across the 20 to about the 19, gain of about four on the play, third down and long coming. Well, Prattville did a good job of defending that because Auburn ran the, the, the play where they gave the ball last time, and, and um, you know, so that was the same look. Prattville had no one out there, so Auburn goes right back to it, and uh, this time Prattville's able to cover it up pretty well. And, and Ian Nation back into the game, and they'll split out their two receivers. So two tight ends in an up-back spot on the same side, and then Palmer and Nation in. Going back, Auburn wants the fade ball to Ian Nation, and there was a fold, and there's the flag as Ian Nation won on the one-on-one matchup with Zay Parrish, and that's the two that got into it earlier. Um, and either it'll be half the distance, 
but it will stay third down. This is an area where as much as I I did not like the holding and they rechanged that one, if you hold or pass interfere as a defensive player, I feel like that should be an automatic first down. Yeah. Particularly when it's in the end zone. And when it's, yes. And if we want to say, hey, you know what, we're not giving up a free first down on third down and 25, fine. But if it's in the end zone, that, that one needs to be an automatic first down. It's going to set up a third down and about seven here. Which, you know, Auburn in this position now could could run it and, and yep. make this two-down territory. Be interesting play call right here in their little stack position. Or maybe throw back to the fade to Ian Nation. As now Parrish will drop off of uh, – he was in kind of press coverage. Auburn runs sweep to the outside. Tigers not able to set the edge. They'll lose a couple. Actually, they'll lose about five on that one. It'll be fourth down and, and, and long, and Auburn High School will probably have to, and here comes the field goal units. Yeah, Auburn just had the, the double wing out here and never could get the, uh, the down block on the, uh, on the edge defender, and Henry Allen just ran right into him, so lose yardage and uh, – it's a good drive. I mean, Auburn yep. Auburn pushed the ball down the field, but uh, again, it goes back to that uh, that that penalty on Ian Nation that uh, that pushed them back into this position. Yeah, Auburn's not really even uh, as as well as they played recently on offense. They're not made to to pick up third down and about 17. Field goal on the way is up, and that field goal is good. Shocker, Towns Magoo drives that one through and Auburn leads three nothing here with 625 left to go in the opening quarter we'll be back in 30 seconds you're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic is your one-stop automotive shop for quality dependable tires franklin features bridgestone firestone and yokohama for complete car care trust franklin's ase certified technicians and for precision collision repair franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model with free estimates insurance claims welcome and 24-hour towing all at one stop since 1970 franklin tire and auto east university drive across from cc's pizza and at franklinautoink.com your hometown station for Auburn sports, Wings 94-3. Good from 32 yards out was Towns Magoo. Now he'll kick off. Tigers lead this one 3 nothing. Last time, one of the few times this year we've seen Towns kick the ball in the field of play, and it was not a touchback. And that's that's what we're used to seeing. Um, that one hits the back of the end zone for a touchback, and had height to it. Uh, yeah. Just an incredible kicker. He's uh, such a dynamic player. You know the leg is so powerful, but the accuracy is just amazing. The um, the growth that he's made from last year to this year. Last year the power was there still, but you didn't know where it was going to go. Mm-hmm. And this year it feels like if Auburn gets across the fifty, it's it's points. That's uh, uh, just unbelievable. So fun to watch. Somebody's going to get themselves a weapon yes, next they are. wherever he goes to school. Two back set here as Prattville will, will split off their receivers. Two to the near side, one to the far side. And here comes a little bit of motion from the running back. Dropping back, wants a screen to the far side. And Auburn read it perfectly. Ty Hudson goes in there. He's the middle linebacker, but give credit to the defensive lineman who saw that one and made sure it did not turn into a completion. Yeah, I agree. The action was all coming towards Auburn sidelines. Prattville tries to go with a, with a screen, set back towards the, the middle of the field. And uh, Jace Williams, 21, was all over it. I mean, he was right in the, the hip pocket of the running back. 
and the quarterback had to try to throw it around Jace, and uh, uh, just an outstanding play by the Auburn defense to recognize that. Caleb Crawford, the defensive lineman, also smelled the rat. Gavin Rigdon, the quarterback, in the gun. He'll now send both tight ends over to the near side with more motion as well to a double up back set. Inside give as Auburn loses contain and the running back's going to have first down yardage. Tigers had a couple of guys who had an opportunity to make the tackle, not able to gain of three on the play or gain of 12 on the play. One of the few times we've seen Jackson Mills take a bad angle on the year. Yeah, sure was. Just a, had a, had the opportunity in the hole and the running back makes a nice cut at the line of scrimmage, kind of an outside in move and uh, Mills is not able to get him down, and uh, and Prattville picks up a first down. Prattville has had more success passing than rushing on the year. Counter action, same time counter action. Tigers do a good job up front of beating the GT. Gain of about two on the play. Brings up second down and eight. You had the back who kind of faked like he was going out, then came right back downhill behind the guard and tackle pulling. Only gain of two, though. Yeah, ha- haven't seen this Prattville offense take any shots downfield. Everything's been on the ground. They've called one uh, screen pass. They, they tried to open the game with a, a something quick, but Auburn got pressure, so uh, a dominant uh, leaning on the running game here for Prattville early on. And they got three receivers who average about 14, 15 yards per reception. I'm interested to see when the Lions take a shot. Roll out to the right. Tigers get pressure immediately, trying to find the outside receiver. A little bit handsy there was Mike Gunn. As uh, he he saw it quick, but right before right before the ball got there, got his hands on his back, and um, and then makes a play on the ball. But Auburn gets away with it. Incomplete third down and eight. Yeah, I think it probably helped a little bit that the Prattville receiver never tried to make a play on the ball, and uh, so so Mike Gunn's hand really became a non-factor. But uh, you can see Prattville respecting the Auburn rush, trying to. Get them with the screen, that time rolling out to try to roll away from the rush, so they have respect for that. Tigers show a five-man front right here. Rigdon in the gun. Here comes motion from the outside. He'll have it drop back. Now tries to escape and will. Looks back over across the middle of the field. Has his receiver, but that, might, that ball might end up being picked off. And there's a flag on the play. We'll see who's going to come up with it. Tigers come up with it, and that's Mike Gunn. We'll see what the flag is. We'll see if they call it a catch, an incompletion, a pick. As we are with 4.58 left to go, Tigers lead 3-0. Big-time call coming right here. Yeah, it looked like a pick. The the way that the uh, flag came in, it made me think maybe they were going to call where you pull a guy off of the pile. Um, I don't like the fact that the Auburn – well, now Davis Smith is like, come on, guys, that's our ball. So maybe he heard something in the official huddle. We'll get a call here in a second. it, It was an incredible play by Mike Gunn. So a, a second personal foul against Auburn High School after the play. And it looks like it will be Auburn High School football on the interception there by Mike Gunn. It had to have been, Scott, yeah. where, they, where they pull and yank a defender, you know, somebody in the opposite color jersey away from the ball. I, that, that's really the only thing that nobody looked like they did anything malicious right there. It just looked like guys were trying to get to the ball where Mike had intercepted it, and uh, I think they got called yeah. for ripping the Prattle guy off the pile. And into the game, Jackson Kilgore. Three receivers to the near side, solo receiver to the near side. A little flare motion to Omar Mapson. Omar trying to get the corner, gets a block, and now will be tackled. Good block there by Cody Palmer. Across the 50 to the 45, close to the first down yardage. 
Yeah, good block on the edge. You're right. Also a great reception of the snap by uh, Jackson Kilgore. That was low and, and coming in hot, and uh, he was able to corral it and then get the ball off on the perimeter to, to Omar Mapson, who always runs with a lot of authority. Good to see him in the game after the, how his game ended last week. Two-by-two two set inside give on the middle line. Kilgore pulls it as he faced a middle linebacker blitz, and he read pull, and he's going to end up losing about five on the play. Yeah, but coming back from what Jackson's come back from, you know, I, I think he just is itching to get some contact probably and, uh, you know, see what it feels like to get hit again and, uh, you know, maybe not the, the best read right there, but, but probably what he needed more than anything. Auburn, they're going to give Auburn forward progress, only a loss of three on the play. Second down coming back is Kilgore. He wants the go ball looking for Palmer. What a pass in stride. Cody Palmer for the touchdown. Jackson Kilgore, welcome back. A 52-yard bomb, and Tigers lead 9-0. Boy, you're right. That was a beautiful pass and uh, let that thing go really before it had fully developed. Um, as, as he released it, uh, it didn't look like uh, Cody Palmer was going to have that, that type of step. But um, Jackson just put it in the perfect place, and Cody's able to run right underneath it. Just an outstanding play design and the outstanding execution there. Good for Jackson Kilgore on that, on that drive. Yeah, Auburn runs the flare motion and gets an easy completion to the back. They come back to it, fake it, and hit it over the top. Tigers lead this one nine minutes with, four, with nine nothing with four minutes left to go here in the first quarter. Towns Magoo on to attempt the PAT. It is up, and it is good. Ten nothing. Tigers lead with four minutes left to go here in the first quarter. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Hello, this is Coley Trant from Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. My dad Bill and I are pleased to be a part of the Opelika, Auburn, and Lee County area and thankful to the families that have placed their trust in us. At Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory, we continue to assure you when you call on us, you will be treated like a member of our own family with passionate and caring service. It's our desire to assist you during your difficult times and help you through your many decisions you face. Call on us in your time of need. Jeffco Trant Funeral Home and Crematory. AHS football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Yeah, so if you're Prattville's coaching staff, you know, you see the game one against Hoover, you see number 11 and at quarterback, and he plays really, really well. Then you see the Enterprise game, you see 11 and at quarterback, and he doesn't play well. And then you see this other guy in this other offense for the next six games, and now you see both of them in two, in two series here tonight for Auburn High School. That's a great one-two punch. I mean, it's, there's not many teams that have two kids that can go to the way that Auburn can now. Downs Magoo, he skies that one, and it will land five yards deep still. It looks like he's trying to get that one up and maybe force a return at the goal line, but he just he just can't hit it soft enough. <laughs> that would surprise me, though, if, uh, if the coaching staff wants them to return the ball. I mean, that uh, – why even uh, mess with it? Yeah, I mean, the, they, they haven't, they don't have a lot of practice, one, in covering kicks, and, and two, uh, the, the, the returner for Prattville on the opening kickoff, he looked like he had a little shake to him and some speed, and he, he definitely wasn't afraid to, to hit that up the seam. The other thing is that high school just feels like kicked off or hold your breath. That's right. Rigdon in the gun. He'll have tight end motion. Play action, rolling to the right, looking for his tight end, and he was open. And I don't know, it looked like it might have been some miscommunication there because they had a tackle out there with him. Don't know if that was supposed to be a screen, a slip, or what. Either way, miscommunication incomplete 
Bradville throwing the ball 0 for 5 with a pick. Yeah, and everything is uh, with a counter, with a with a screen attached, you know, something getting the, po- the, the quarterback outside of the pocket. Uh, Deuce White, Caleb Pitts, um, you know, all those big defensive linemen up front have done such a good job. Caleb Crawford, that uh, they, they heavily, heavily respect that. Tight ends once again will shift around four. Prattville, I believe one of their linemen jumped, and it's going to be five free yards for the Tigers. Yeah, as soon as Auburn goes into their, their shift, Deuce White points out the, uh, the the left tackle or the left guard for uh, Prattville moving. And, you know, interestingly, the umpire who's standing there is not the one that threw it, the yeah. call. It was the, the line judge here on the Auburn sideline that did. Gavin Rigdon, 5'10", 150, a junior for Prattville, completing about 55% of his passes, 14 touchdowns, seven interceptions on the year for the junior. Second down and 15, outside zone, give to the back, got to see. And that's a heck of a job fighting off the block there by Andrew Hahn as the back number two, I believe, is Arrington. He's going to get the original line and then two. It's going to be a gain of seven on second down and 15, third and eight coming. Yeah, that was the most cohesive, probably best run play that Prattville's put together right there that uh, had two guys leading around the, the edge right there and a head full of steam. Uh, number two, the, the tailback for Prattville, he's uh, he's not one you want to get out in open space uh, because he's he's got – He's got some physicality and some speed about him. Coming into the game, he's had all but 40 carries of the year for Prattville. That's Arrington. Motion once again by the tight end. Rigdon has it, drops back, wants another screen, and Auburn all over it. The timing for this screen game for Prattville just not there. Incomplete fourth down and eight coming. Yeah, just the, the rush is, is just too quick. That time the screen offensive linemen all went to the right and the, the the tight end was in the middle of the field and so he throws it to where the linemen were but the receiver wasn't over there and it, you're right the timing totally dis- disrupted by the speed of that defensive front for Auburn back deep Cheetah Webb who's playing safety here tonight will I think thought that one was just a little bit too much on the line and, and, and too quick so he was just going to go ahead and make the catch and you know, save the yardage. Auburn will take over at the 41, looking to make this a three-score lead. And and that's a uh, that's a solid job. I mean, you, you cleanly catch a punt and you save your your offense a lot of field position. Whether or not you get any yards, you know, I know coaches always try to tell me just get a first down. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, more than anything, they just wanted to to save not having to get two or three more first downs from a roll. Yeah. Henry Allen into the gun, back into the game. Two tight ends to the right, so the receiver to the left. Inside give, Flakes up the middle. Got to see him at the 45-40, 35-30, Going to carry the guy for the last 10 yards or so all the way down to about the six-yard line. Big-time gain. There's a flag, probably a horse collar on the play. Yeah, I mean, it just split right down the seam right there. And Flakes, he got a little help from the umpire that time. He got to screen one of the safeties out. And that made it a foot race between uh, between Flakes and uh, the last defender. And that horse collar is, oh, they waved it off. I guess they waved it off because he didn't complete the He didn't the complete it. He yeah. just put his hand in the collar. 53-yard run for Flakes as Auburn once again moves into the Byron Smokehouse red zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. Auburn one for one on the night in the red zone. As far as points go, they have yet they did not score a touchdown on their first trip. Allen in the gun, claps the hands, and give to Flakes, and there's a, a linebacker who comes flying through 
Uh, looked like like that might have been number, uh, I think it was 40 or maybe 48. Either way, a linebacker comes free on that one. No gain on the play. Well, and a little disruption in the backfield. Snap, just kind of a disjointed handoff right there to Flakes. That's probably the one thing that you worry about the most with, with Henry Allen is just his lack of reps and just the simple, you know, things that you don't even think about. Low snap, and Henry Allen gets it, saves it, looks for the dragger a little bit too high. He had to clear a couple of guys that were that were kind of in the zone underneath Tyler McKinnell and put a touch on it just a little bit too far and out of reach for McKinnell, third down coming. He has a good play design. McKinnell was open, but you're right. It, uh, he had two Prattville defenders between he and uh, Henry Allen. Just a little bit too much air under that one. Tigers in the red zone once again, thanks to the 53-yard run by Tyler Flakes. Allen in the gun, hands off Flakes, bounce it outside, and he's going to find Paydirt from four yards out into the end zone with 149 left to go here in the first quarter. Tigers now lead 16-0. That was a great shift right there, a finding of the hole for uh, for Flakes. I mean, he was not it looked like where the initial play design was, but uh, he saw over the left side, uh, that's Womack and, uh, and Botterford. Um, those guys were uh, able to make a way, and, uh, boy, he was able to shift and get laterally quickly and then get downhill for the touchdown. Touchdown number three for Tyler Flakes and that 53-yard run earlier in the drive, his longest of the year. And now Towns Bagu on to attempt the PAT. Kick is up, and that kick is good. 147 left to go here. Tigers all over Prattville. 17 to nothing. We'll be back. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. The Beatles, the Stones, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. nothing. Tigers lead here with 147 left to go in the opening quarter. You look at the offensive numbers. Tigers with 12 carries for 78 yards, passing 3 of 4 for 90 yards. Prattville, on the other hand, 4 carries, 22 yards, 0 for 6 passing, and an interception. Wow. Towns Magoo, a line drive. That's his second miss hit of the night. This one will be taken at the two-yard line, coming back the other way. Massive seam, and it might be a touchdown. 40, 50, 45, 40, 35. Towns Magoo forces him inside and gets help, does his job as sure a did. kicker after he missed hit it again. Great field position inside the 20 at about the 16-yard line coming for the Lions. Well, Towns did a good job of using the sideline right there and kind of condensing the field and then, they had a lead blocker on Towns who had about a 70-yard uh, uh, head start right here, and Towns is able to just uh, get enough of the block, make the, uh, the the ball carrier slow down, and then the uh, pursuit's able to come up and make the tackle. A nice job there by uh, Garrett, one of the backup defensive backs, uh, Demir Garrett, um, the, the senior cornerback, able to help out his kicker. And, but big-time return, and now Prattville has the ball in the red zone at the 16-yard line going in. Rigdon in the gun, tight end moved, and there's your flag. 
Went back and watched some stuff from that central game. I'm still amazed by how early that right tackle got to go. <laughs> he was uncanny, huh? He just uh, he had a he was he, he was faster than some of the NFL right tackles that people complain about. <laughs> well, we kind of joked about uh, you know whether or not Towns was trying to not kick the ball and in the end zone, but uh, that 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 return looked almost like yeah, the, first the first one just one, didn't yep. bust. Rigdon in the gun for Prattville. High snap, and it looks like a quarterback draw the whole or a quarterback sweep the whole way. One missed tackle. However, the second guy gets there. That's Ty Hudson and also in there Davis Smith and uh, making the play. And actually, no, I checked. That was a that was a new guy. No, yeah, it was. It was a receiver in at quarterback. It was the backup quarterback who was in the freshman. Wow. And he gets tackled for a loss of about one on the play. Rigdon into the gun now. Has it play action. Wants the wants the go ball. Pete Davis right there swats it away. Great play there by Pete Davis, who after that first half against Opelika played a lot better in the second half. I know what Cam Coleman's numbers were, but Pete played pretty good in that one and then a great play there. Yeah, that was a huge play right there. I mean, one-on-one battle. He shows his ball skills. He gets his head around on a swivel, locates the ball, goes up, and, and is able to knock it down and uh, puts uh, Prattville in a tough spot here, third and 15 now for an Auburn defense after a huge, huge kickoff return to, to, to hold them to a field goal opportunity right here is a massive win. Third down and 15. Tigers giving up 32% on third down. On the, on the year, and Prattville, knowing this is a big play, will call a timeout with 52 seconds left to go here in the opening quarter. We'll take this timeout with them. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. Big, big third down here. Third down and 15 here. 52 seconds left to go in the opening quarter. Auburn leads 17 to nothing over Prattville. But this is kind of one of those swing plays that you have that pops up in a game from time to time. Yeah. Last week, Auburn lost just about all of those swing plays. Here's a big one right here. Two receivers to the right, solo receiver to the left. Something's going on on the far side that the Prattville coaches do not like. Motion from one of their receivers. Drops back is Rigdon. Now it's going to roll to the left, and there's a flag for a hold. Rigdon's going to score. He gets hit right at the goal line but gets into the end zone. It will be coming back for a hold, though, on the uh, left side, and I believe that was uh, Caleb Pitts causing issues on that side. Well, that's, that's huge, and, uh, you know, it was the, the man-to-man defense is what got Auburn right there because everybody flows uh, to, to the Prattville side of the field, and uh, there's nobody left over here to, uh, to contend with a scrambling running back out the backside. Yeah, that was um, Auburn brought pressure there, Ty Hudson coming off the right end. In fact, the guy that was closest inside to him was Deuce White, the, the yeah. nose tackle, 
and just the tackle as Ty took an inside rush lane, the tackle just ends up hooking him. His hands are inside, never lets him go. It's one of those that if he actually just pushes him in and lets and releases, quarterback still gets the edge. Yeah. Well, and it, it takes them out of field goal range yeah. too. Right? Third down and 25. The other thing is, is if you somehow you do get beat and you're Auburn, grab them. Don't yeah. give up. Don't give up the fr- the free play. And the way Prattville has called it, this smells like a screen here on this one. Ty, or Prattville moves two guys over. Should be a delay, and then it is. Is Prattville just took way too long to get the the play in, and then with uh, with 17 seconds left to go here in the opening quarter, it is third down and 30. Yeah, I, I, something happened again over there with uh, one of our players where they threw another flag over on the uh, far sideline, and I think it may be a unsportsmanlike conduct penalty here's on Auburn the, again. Here's the issue. If it's unsportsmanlike or per- personal foul, that's an automatic first. Uh, no, it looks like it might be on Prattville. Uh, let's see. I'm just going from where the umpire is facing, and now he will turn around. This could end up being a first down and 10 for Prattville. And a first down. No. It's a missed call. Dead ball penalties are first downs. I think Auburn wants to call a timeout because they want all the explanation yeah. on this one. Well, I mean, it, it goes from a delay of game to a personal foul on your team. And if I'm Prattville, I am working the officials about trying to get a – making sure this isn't supposed to be a first down. We'll take this 30-second timeout with them. Tigers up 17 nothing. We've had some oddness happen in the last couple of minutes. We'll be back in 30. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94.3. Now that's classic. Seventeen seconds left to go here in the opening quarter. Tigers lead 17-0. It's my understanding that a dead ball, unsportsmanlike penalty, anything like that is an automatic first. But uh, it's a third down and 15 coming for the uh, coming for the uh Prattville Lions. Two receivers to the left. Tigers show double blitz. And now they will back up. Wait a minute. The Tigers show, and now they will bluff out of it. Rigdon has it, trying to get to the outside, trying to roll, trying to do scramble drill. He's going to throw it away. A lot of contact. That ball is uncatchable. I understand why the Prattville coaching staff is upset on that one. But that one was uh, way over, way out of reach and was not going to be caught. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that thing was just sailed out of bounds. And, um, again, Auburn's able to, to, to get pressure. I can't figure out why the umpire was telling our linebackers they can't to move. 
<laughs> I don't know. That, that it wasn't a fourth down snap, and they don't get to protect the center in that situation. Yeah, I don't know. Fourth down coming, and Prattville will attempt a field goal. Ball will be placed down at about the 28-yard line, 38-yard field goal coming. Play clock is dropping. Snap is off low kick. It is long enough. It is high enough, but it is not accurate. And Auburn holds after the big kickoff return by the Lions. And with that, we will come to the end of the first quarter of play. 17-0, Tigers lead. Tigers defense get a stand. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. It's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity, plus reliable support that's always on call. ABS of Auburn, how may we help you? Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today. Glenn Smith and Opelika is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We believe that high school athletics builds character among young people, and we're honored to lend our support. This is a great area to live, play, work, worship, and retire. In our 31st year, we are your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC. Get ready to smile. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. Jackson Kilgore back into the game at quarterback. Here comes motion there by Griffin McLean. Inside handoff to Omar. Omar back up the middle, runs hard. I believe that's his first carry of the of the night. He's going to get seven, maybe eight. They, they might give him nine on forward progress if – I have not been listening all year. Omar is Omar Mapson, the sophomore who is pushing 1,000 yards on the year. Gain of nine on that one. I, I like the sets, too, with Omar kind of pairing with Jackson Kilgore because you still have the, the power threat with the, the vertical pitch uh, option there. Nice block by Palmer. Yeah. First down yardage across the 30 to about the 32-yard line. Gain of about three, maybe four. Yep. It just gives you uh, the defense much more to think about when you have uh, – these two guys in at the same time that's also a way to kind of make sure your exchanges don't get messed up motion once again by maps and kilgore has it wants to screen and just didn't set his feet and, and coming down and making the catch is going to be mcclean is going to lose a yard as uh, kilgore that's one of those touch passes that uh that you really need to get a lot of reps for he was upset with himself after that throw loss of one on actually loss of about two on the play yeah, I think probably gave more ground than he had to, and you're right, just didn't uh, didn't set his feet, threw it lo- threw, threw it low, and uh, we've seen a lot of screen opportunities, uh, both teams going after them, and uh, not a lot of success of executing them. Prattville's a lot of a man-heavy team. Kilgore has it, quick throw to Nation. Nation puts his foot in the ground, tries to get out of bounds, and makes <laughs> makes a <the> guy miss. <laughs> and the corner and safety have friendly fire, complete out to the 40-yard line, gain of nine on the play, third down coming. Uh, how he slipped through there made those two guys hit one another is uh, they're still talking about it over here on the sideline. First the first catch for Ian Nation, and Auburn going kind of fast here on third down and about three. Overload set here. Kilgore has it bubbled to Nation. He's got to see him. 
Pass first down and in some, 50-45-40. Cuts back, makes a safety miss, and then runs out of bounds, gets hit again as uh, watching Ian Nation in these last two plays has been something impressive. Gain of 30 on the, on the bubble first down. Well, I love the call because of the simplicity of it. I mean, Auburn's got three receivers. They have two, two defenders, so they throw it out there. All you have to do is uh, just stick with your guy, stalk block him just enough to give uh, Ian Nation some space. Man, he took massive advantage of it. Pratt was going to call a timeout. Prattville is upset about something. I think they might have wanted a hold on the far side, so we'll get a long conversation now between the Prattville officials or the Prattville coaches and the officials. 10:29 left to go here in the second quarter. We'll take this time out and be back in 30. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank and Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Classic Hits and Auburn High School Football. Wings 94-3. First down and 10 coming for the Tigers. 10.29 left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers lead 17-0. They have the ball at the 30-yard line going in here against Prattville. Kilgore back into the game. First time since Enterprise he has been able to play a little pop pass to Ian Nation, and he makes a guy miss, gets across the 25 to the 24-yard line, gain of six, and that goes as a completion and a catch. Yeah, and the, and the entire Ian Nation package being on the just uh, three consecutive plays, getting the ball in his hands and, and letting him make plays in space. And Auburn quick sub now as they get in Henry Allen here. As Auburn, and, and that's going to be a false start as, no, they're going to let it roll. Omar Mapson is going to break a tackle. And if Prattville was upset, they're about to be very upset. <laughs> Second right. and four gained down to about the 16-yard line. And uh, – it's going to be a, uh, a gain of about eight on that play in a first down. Yeah, Auburn luck, luckily uh, makes something out of nothing right there. As Henry Allen, Omar Mapson, they're not on the same page. Henry turns the opposite way, still is able to get the ball to Mapson, but uh, there was a lot of pre, pre-snap movement that, uh, that never got called on that play. Quarterback counters, he fakes to Mapson. Henry Allen has the legs taken out on first down and 10, and he gets to the 15. And that's going to be a gain of about one on the play, second down and nine. Here in the second quarter, second quarter action tonight's game is presented by Troy Bank and Trust, the best of a local community bank with the technology, tools, and resources of a regional one. Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need. And there is a... Prattville had an injured player. It was 95. That's that's the uh, sophomore that just got a Bama offer. Oh, wow, Bodney Cleveland. Yes. He's, he's a big body. He looks the part. He's going to be scary if he's a 10th grader. My goodness. But he's walking off the field. Uh, the Auburn offensive line could tell that he was hurt. They, they were the ones that waved for the Prattville trainers to come over and, and take care of Vodney. Auburn with 127 passing yards, 98 rushing yards, 200 yards and counting here in the first half. And Auburn is into the Byron Smokehouse Breakfast Red Zone. Byron Smokehouse and Auburn tradition for over 30 years. 
Henry Allen in the gun, claps the hands. Flea flicker looking down the middle. Has a receiver, goes up, make the catch. Does he hang on to it? Yes, he does. Gibson Lothridge in the end zone for the touchdown. Tigers lead 24-0. I don't know that I've seen a team run a flea flicker twice in the same year. <laughs> Auburn does it and scores both times. I don't know that I've seen one run it in the red zone. That's true. <laughs> so that was uh, – and he had uh, two two different receivers that he could have picked from. In fact, I think he had made the more difficult throw there to, uh, to Lothridge there. If uh, Ian Nation was coming from the opposite side, he, he broke open – by wider margin, but either way, I mean, he had two options and uh, just an outstanding execution of a tough play. Tigers with the 20-yard touchdown pass. Towns Magoo kicks that one up and in, and it is 24-0. Tigers here with nine minutes left to go in the second quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-T-I-X-S. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. Update brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto in Opelika. 10-7, Bulldog, or Dothan leads the Bulldogs there in a winner advance, loser go home. That score brought to you by Franklin Tide Auto. Friendly service from Franklin on East University Drive across from CC's Pizza in Auburn. And also we were able to see that cutout here thanks to AHS Mass Media um, as they do a fantastic job giving us live look-ins throughout the night. Towns Magoo, that's more of a Towns kick. Yeah. And that one will go out of the end zone, and Prattville will take over at the 20-yard line. Man, you, you talk about how difficult this region is, though, Scott. I mean, if you just put yourself in the shoes of Dothan, I mean, they lose in double overtime to this Auburn team, and then they lose to Central, who's got a generational talent at wide receiver. Beat Enterprise at Enterprise. Yeah, beat Enterprise, who's a playoff team that, 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 that'll, that'll probably win their first-round game. And then they have to go on the road to Opelika just to get to the playoffs after after that type of, of season thus yeah, far. That's just unbelievable. If they win, that means that the four seed out of this region is going to be eight and four. <laughs> or eight and two, rather. In the gun for Prattville, three receivers. Another little counteraction. The defensive line does a good job on that one. Not only do they – normally you want your end to spill that. He beat the block and then made the tackle. And I believe – Looking at it, Jace Williams got in there along with number 10, Marquise Washington. Yeah, Marquise Washington, is, uh, he's got a great build, has played some real quality minutes. Uh, you know, he's a guy, you know, Caleb Pitts operating on the other side. You don't hear Marquise Washington's name called as much, but uh, he's played some good football for Auburn. Inside give once again, kind of a, a, a iso type with the, with the fold from the backside guard. Gain of about five on that play. Going to bring up a third down at about six. I like their running back, Arrington. That time showed some patience. He's been physical. This isn't an easy defense to uh, to compete against. Um, you know, Auburn plays physical, and uh, they've got some good interior players. And um, Arrington has uh, shown 
that he's tough, and he's shown that he's got some speed to get to the edge. Opelika scores a touchdown. They are up 14-10 to 10 late in the first quarter in that one. Hoover down 7-0 to Thompson, and Auburn shifts. The left tackle moves. We'll see if this becomes third down and 11 or third down and one. Well, that defensive shift, uh, it, it's, it causes all type of havoc for those guys on the end of the line of scrimmage. I mean, they're, they're looking at the guy across from them. They're trying to pay attention with their ears to the, to the cadence and the snap count, but uh, that movement is just hard to deny. And as soon as they see it, uh, that left tackle, he gets rocks out of his stance, and, uh, and, and that's going to put Prattville back behind the sticks again, third and 11. Yeah, it's tough for college offenses to deal with when Alabama and Georgia get into their shift package. And, and when Auburn starts moving around, Central does the same thing with their shifts, and uh, it's just tough to deal with. Third down and 11 coming for the Lions, seven and a half left to go here in the second quarter. Tigers showing blitz. Motion from the receiver. Rigdon has it and drops back. Auburn brings five. Good pick up there by the offensive Ooh. lineman. And hello, over on the far side, the Auburn defensive back, Mike Gunn, almost makes a heck of a play on the sideline. Incomplete punting time for the Lions. He sure did. I think Prattville's quarterback was just going to throw that thing away, and the receiver thought that uh, he could just let it go. And Mike Gunn goes up and almost one-arms it. Nice play over there. He had an in- incredible interception to, to start Auburn's uh, first touchdown drive. And that time nearly made another acrobatic catch. Prattville will have to punt once again. Tigers will return. High kick. Cheetah Webb's going to let it bounce, and it'll be a big Prattville bounce as Cheetah wants to get it, uh, wants to pick it up, but not able to, and it will roll all the way to the 32-yard line. So Auburn will start with the with the ball for the fifth time here tonight. They've taken over at the 36, 45, 41, and 20-yard line of Prattville. And they've had a field goal and then three straight touchdowns. We'll see who's into the game. I see number 11. It's Jackson Kilgore into the game for the for the Tigers. Yeah, both of these quarterbacks have had their moments, have done a lot of good things through the air. and uh, Both have thrown a touchdown. They pass. have, yeah. Both have looked sharp. So when do we see both of them in the game at the same time? <laughs> Twin receivers to each side for the Tigers. Nation and McLean to this side. Here comes motion by Palmer. Drops back as Kilgore. Kilgore has the post for for one of his receivers. Now he's going to have to break contain and will throw it away incomplete as number seven for Prattville goes up and tries to make a play. Incomplete. Zay Parrish. He had he, he had Josh on the post for a touchdown. Yeah, he did, and, and just uh, looked away from it. He was posting from the right to left, and, uh, you know, he, he starts to roll to his left. I think he just got his eyes off of the, uh, the route and onto the rush. Almost had a difficult time trying to get that thing back yeah. across the line of scrimmage. He had Josh Askew, who was one-on-one with the post. Blakes into the into the game at running back right at the middle. Big time game. Makes one guy miss, second guy miss into the open. He's at the 40, 35, 30, and will be tackled down there. They will put him at the 28-yard line. Big gain once again on the play. Well, you know, we talked a lot last game about the physical nature that uh, that both of these backs have uh, have have had. I mean, it's it's been noticeable from Flakes in the last two or three games that uh, he he has just increased his ability to, to run with authority. Omar Mapson has done that all season long, but um, 
uh, to have that same level of versatility and power from, from Flakes is is, uh, is great to have. Gain of 40 on the play. It's a bubble to Ian Nation. Ian Nation makes the catch and then will be dragged out of bounds at about the, we'll see what they mark him at. There's an uh, injured player on the for the Prattville Lions. Actually, I don't like that spot at all. They're going to give him just across the 20 to about the 18-yard line. Gain of 10 on the play, and that play moves Auburn High School into the Byron Smokehouse red zone. Byron Smokehouse breakfast red zone. Byron Smokehouse at Auburn tradition for over 30 years, and it will be 10 yards in a first down. Yeah, trying to get the ball in space to uh, to Ian Nation. Always a good thing for this Auburn offense, and uh, he's delivered two drives in a row now. Mapson into the gun with a bunch set into the into the boundary. Kilgore has it, wants his receiver open. Jackson McLean or uh, Griffin McLean from Jackson Kilgore on the little pump and go for the touchdown from 18 yards out. And Tigers lead this one 30 to nothing. Man, I mean, just uh, super efficient, great play calling. Um, I mean, they're they're scheming guys wide open in this one. Uh, you know, we've seen some some one on one. Abilities for guys to go up and just make plays, but that time it was just, uh, you know, Griffin McLean running wide open on the on the wheel route, and um, that's a good job by this Auburn offensive staff of getting their guys in open space. Towns Magoo on to attempt the PAT. It is up and it is good. 5:45 left to go here. Tigers lead 31 nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Your hometown station for Auburn sports. Wings 94-3. Last couple of times these two teams have played, it was absolute fights in Prattville, Alabama for Auburn to get out of there with a win. Not the case here tonight. Tigers up big. Auburn. Yeah, Pratt, Prattville's always, Scott, I mean, it's such a physical program. And, uh, I mean, you go over and you, you, when you get ready to line up playing as Prattville, you know it's going to be a physical battle. And uh, that's just something that's they just don't have right now. Um, it's just different. I'm not, I'm not accustomed to seeing Prattville being pushed around like they are. Tigers, 17 rushes, 138 yards. Tyler Flakes already has 100 yards, 10 for 124. Passing Tigers are um, 9 of 10, 177 yards and three touchdowns. Wow. Auburn is pushing 300 yards in the first half. Yeah. And Prattville has 25 total yards. Trips to the left side for Prattville. Shotgun snap. Outside zone trying to get to the edge is Arrington, and Auburn does a good job of setting the edge. Ty Hudson who um, has played so well this whole year. He has 51 tackles on the year and a couple of double-digit games. He missed some tackles as well, or missed some games as well. No gain on the play. And that one from inside out, middle linebacker, he's the guy that makes the, the play on the edge for no gain. That's impressive. No play as now Prattville will look over to the sideline. 
Twin receivers to the near side with a tight end who will now move towards the twin side, which is the wide side of the field. Rigdon in the gun. Tigers showing pressure. Wanting the bubble to the outside, getting a block, and Auburn does a good job filling inside out. As that's Jackson Mills and Cheetah Webb who were able to force the receiver out. Gain out to about the 25-yard line. It's going to be a gain of about four. The first completion of the night for the Lions, third down and six coming. Yeah, good inside out uh, tackling there by uh, Jackson Mills because um, Pete Davis had taken an inside route trying to get to that, uh, knock that ball down, and, and, and Prattville was able to get the edge. Third down and six. Prattville has not converted a third down on the night. Inside give to Arrington. They just they cannot get him back to the line of scrimmage before yeah. he has to make a, a bounce. No gain on the play, maybe a yard, and it'll be punting time for the Lions. Well, that was a great play that time by Jackson Lovern that had just checked in. He gets in that linebacker spot. He blitzes uh, right into, into the hole, and uh, he takes on the blocker, is able to, to wrap up Arrington, who is not an easy tackle. So uh, uh, Jackson, Jackson Lovern making his presence known there at linebacker. Hoover... Down to Thompson, seven to three, a Hoover win, and, and Auburn gets good news in a tiebreaker scenario. Cheetah Webb will have it, and he'll go down to his knees and catch the knuckleball punt, and Auburn will take over there. Well, that's that's big right there in the playoffs, having somebody that you can count on to, to field these punts. And if you've listened long enough, I harp on it all the time because it's an incredibly difficult thing to do. Well, Auburn, I, there was one year Auburn lost a game because of field <laughs> position, and then they made a change, and that was that. Yeah. But uh, he, he has looked uh, very confident in his abilities to come up and make those catches, uh, Cheetah Webb has. Well, Jackson Mills was back in the yep. Opelika game, and he made a punt, a fair catch over the shoulder he did. that saved about 20 yards. He sure did. As a, that was a hidden play in that game that, that led to victory. M- Jackson Kilgore play action, looks down the middle of the field, now will step up, sees his receiver coming back, and that's Griffin McLean who makes the catch to the 45-yard line, gain of 15. Nice job by Jackson stepping up, keeping the eyes downfield, and finds his tight end. An incredible throw, kept his feet active, and then as he's moving forward, he put that ball on the run, on the money. Incredible throw there by by Kilgore. Changed quarterbacks mid uh, Mid-drive. Yeah, Henry Allen into the game as Ian Nation will go in motion. Hand-side handoff to Omar. Omar across the 40, breaks two tackles at one time across the 35 to about the 33-yard line, gain of 12 on the play and a first down. Yeah, uh, Omar's just got the type of body style that if you're a, a second-level defender, you just don't want to see it. He's just legs and, and shoulder pads, and uh, there's just not a lot to hit. He's got such a low center of gravity. He's got so much power in his legs that uh, he's able to just kind of run through those two tacklers, uh, keeps those legs churning. As Prattville has a player shaken up. As what do you think about the, uh, the the swapping of the quarterbacks in the middle of the drive? Well, I know that's something that Auburn University fans get discouraged to see, and what do you think that the thought process is with what they're doing here well, in this drive? Well, as long as everybody's on the same page, I'm for it. The other thing is it's different in high school and college. Yeah. There's no pausing to let the defense get make the sub. So take advantage of the rules that you can. Yeah. Um, my thing, as long as everybody knows exactly what they're supposed to do, I, I, it doesn't really bother me. Yeah. And also, the other thing is right now, both of them are in oh, <laughs> a bunch of rhythm. That's true.
Henry Allen has it, and it's just straight quarterback sweep to the left, and there's a mass of bodies that go down. Going to be a gain of about three on the play. It's going to be second down and seven. Yeah, I think Kilgore flipped the field with uh, with that initial pass, got Auburn on the on the plus side of the field here, and I think they want to run clock, and so they, they want – um, they want to get Henry Allen in, I think, just to to try to run this clock down and see if they can't score before the end of the first half. Give to Omar. Omar patient and now puts his foot in the ground and fights forward across the 30, pushing towards the 25-yard line. He's going to get uh, he's going to get about five, maybe six on the play. Third down and short coming. I never would have imagined Omar Mapson would be. A prolific tailback at Auburn High School when I was coaching him as a eight-year-old baseball player, Scott. It's just amazing the transformation he's made. Well, he is an extremely hard-working young man. And when I got an opportunity to coach him in eighth grade, he was by far the best player every single time we were on the field. Allen has it and and play action. Uh, he had more time than he thought mm-hmm. as I think last week might have got to him a little bit when he had learned that he had to uh, to speed some things up, and his got uncomfortable there. He throws it away, and it'll be it'll be field goal time here for Towns Magoo. Yeah, I think Auburn just wants to wanted to work on something right there. That's not the typical play call that you'll see on a on a third and two. Auburn typically going to try to run and pick that up. That time they tried to give Henry Allen the opportunity to convert it through the air. Unable to do so. Should we take a bunch of delays to try to make a 62-yard <laughs> field goal here? Towns Magoo with the ball. With the ball, the ball will be marked at the 33-yard line. So a 43-yard yard field goal coming. A little bit of pressure from the left side, but that one is up and good. 144 left to go here. Tigers lead this one 34 nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust, member FDIC. AHS football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. 140 left to go here in the second quarter. 34-0, Auburn leads Prattville, and that score will tell you that the stats are lopsided. Auburn 20 carries, 158 yards. Passing, Auburn is 11 of 14, 183 yards. Wow. It's been just an incredible first half. You know, we talked about getting out fast, and we talked about playing clean football, and uh, they've done that in every facet. Another touch back there, and Prattville will take over at the 20-yard line. They have completed their one of nine passing is Prattville for four yards, eight carries for 25 yards. Wow. Yeah, I would say probably the, the one area that um, that we've been most inconsistent is the place we've been the most consistent for two years, and that's our kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Halftime in Hoover, seven to three. Thompson leads the Bucks. We'll get some more scores and stats to you at halftime. 
give right up the middle to Arrington. Runs hard across the 25 to about the 26-yard line. Arrington, 6'1", 215, a senior. That's a big physical running back who's run hard. He just he hasn't has been able to get a whole lot of seams on the night. Yeah, I agree. He's a good-looking running back and, uh, you know, not somebody that you really want to have to put your helmet in there and have to stick if you're a second-level defender. But Auburn will certainly take uh, Prattville running the ball in this situation. Outside zone, Tigers there to swallow him up, and it's going to be a loss of about two. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Wings 94.3 is an Auburn Network station, part of the Radio Alabama family. WGZZ and WGZZ HD, Waverly, Auburn, Opelika. Scott Bagwell here joined by Rob Pate, Sam Boyd back in the Auburn Network studio. 30 seconds and counting left to go here in the first half. Third down and about third down and about six yards. Prattville on the day, 0 for 6 on third down conversions. Auburn with a four down look. Play action, wanting the, the stick right over the middle of the field. Has their receiver open and running hard. There will be a flag on the play. And is coming up and making the catch is Donovan Brown, the sophomore. He gets out to the 42-yard line, and there might be a gain of 16 on this one for the third down conversion. Might be a flag and a face mask to give more yards here. Yeah, it is. That, that looks like they're marking it off now. That was uh, Caleb Pitts that uh, came in. He, you know, it looked like all the other defenders kind of gave up on the play, thinking that uh, the ball carrier was going to be down. But uh, it must have just been a five-yard face mask because they don't step off many yards at all. Yeah, uh, high school does have the, the, the five and the 15 variety. Prattville lines up, clock is running, and they will run a bubble here on the last play of the first half, trying to get to the corner. Tigers just need to make a tackle, and they will. Gain of about eight on the play, and that'll do it here. As men make sure there are no extracurriculars on the far side. Gain of eight on the bubble, and that'll do it here. Auburn High School dominates the first half action and lead by a score of 34 to nothing. When we come back, we'll have stats and scores as Auburn. I think they check a whole bunch of boxes there with the lead of 34 to nothing going into halftime. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Lee County Revenue Commissioner Olene Price. When we have the opportunity to assist residents of this county, we are pleased to offer options in an effort to make your business with us as convenient as possible. You may visit any of our three offices, one in Auburn, one in Opelika, and in Smith Station. We are open to serve you Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. until 4.30 p.m. Central Time and 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Smith Station. Thank you for allowing me to serve serve you. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV and off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Hey guys, this is Tyler Reynolds with Reynolds Outdoors in Opelika. Fall is right around the corner, which means two things. Football season and hunting season will be on us before you know it. 
When you're not cheering on the Tigers this fall, take advantage of getting outside with your friends and family to enjoy our great outdoors. We have everything you need from firearms, archery, apparel, fishing, and more to make your next outing successful. Come see us today to meet all of your fall hunting needs. And come visit us on your next visit to the Plains. War Eagle. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust, member FDIC. It's halftime on your Auburn High School football station. Wings 94-3. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. Welcome in to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at the Ortho Clinic. Dot com. Auburn leads this one 34 to nothing. They scored 17 in the first half. They scored seven or first quarter. They scored at 17 in the second quarter. Six drives, six point, six scoring drives for the Tigers. As Auburn High School has, uh, you're gonna have to look pretty hard to find some negatives that Auburn had there in the first half. As uh, it was all Auburn all the time there, Rob. It was. I, I don't know what uh, the coaching staff will, will try to drill home. You know, maybe the uh, a couple of unsportsmanlike conduct penalties or uh, unnecessary roughness penalties, whatever the calls were. We had two of those that, uh, that, that one of them prevented a touchdown and another one that uh, stalled a drive. But, uh, you know, they, they just executed well. We, we needed to come out and, and get in front of a, a team that has some capable athletes but uh, has had a tough season and not give them the thought process that they uh, belong. And, and, and they went out and did just that with all the distractions of senior day. So that's impressive. Yeah, I mean, it's they allowed two first downs uh, on the nights. Uh, Prattville is one of six, I believe, on third downs. Seven possessions, two first downs. And also in that was, the, was Prattville taken over at the 16-yard line after a big kickoff return and Auburn High School – pushing them backwards and um, and forcing a missed field goal opportunity. That, that was a huge win for that Auburn defense. You're right. I mean, it's uh, we saw in the initial kickoff of the game where, uh, where the returner wants that opportunity. Not many teams have had the opportunity to return a kick against Auburn. Prattville's had two, and, and one of them nearly bur- bust open, and the, and the second one did. Auburn rallies and uh, gets him down to the ground, but uh, that defense bowed its neck and uh, got tough. And you're right. I mean, instead of kicking it from the from the 16, I want to say they kicked it from probably the 25 yeah. or close to the 30-yard line. Um, so that defense did its job, and, and that's really the only time that they've been tested this entire game. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and offensively, six possessions, six touchdowns. The first one that ended or six possessions, six scores, four touchdowns. The one on the start of it uh, gets pushed back because of one of those personal fouls that you mentioned, a, a little pushing match on the far side that went against Auburn. So that set up a third down on the, and, and long distance there, and Auburn not able to pick it up. And the other one, Auburn uh, tried to go play action and throw the ball on third down and two, and um, and that led to a field goal. But, you know, Auburn, I'm, I, I think you look at the third quarter as an opportunity to kind of work some things, and then you, you get your guys in in the fourth quarter and let them go out and play. 
But uh, Auburn still has some stuff they need to make sure that they're good on with all the moving parts that have part have, that have popped up in the last couple of weeks as Auburn heads towards the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. I mean, both of these quarterbacks need the reps. You, you, you've got uh, Henry Allen, who's come in since the, the third week of the season. And, you know, just the simple center quarterback exchange, just, just getting the ball to the running back seamlessly, sometimes that can look a little uh, disjointed. A little difficult just because that's not something he's rep very much. And now Jackson Kilgore back into the fold and, and trying to figure out, um, all right, let's see if we can get his confidence back. He delivered a beautiful pass tonight um, for a touchdown um, early in the uh, in the ball game to uh, to Cody Palmer. Um, but just kind of getting him back, you know, the, the reps that that get him comfortable as you get into some games where you know it's going to be, be playing for bigger stakes. So you're right, uh, both of these guys have a. Uh, a lot to, of preparation and, and, and things to work on in this second half just to continue to improve. Yeah, I think Jackson's game against Hoover where he threw for those, those all those yards and looked so good, I think people kind of somewhat forget that he looked like the inexperienced quarterback that he is against Enterprise. And he has a total on – he has – 54 passing attempts coming into today's game, and on top of a handful of them last year, even though he's a junior and was the starter on for play one this year, he's still very, very young when it comes to high school football. Yeah, he is, and, and, and that's why any game situation is going to be just paramount for him. But but I will tell you this. I, I've asked a couple of, of guys that play um, just uh, knowing that he was coming back this week what they thought about that and, and what, what it meant and kind of what their expectations were from the quarterback position now that he's back in the fold and they love him i mean they they respect his ability and uh think that uh that he gives them a chance to to do some things down the field that they otherwise haven't been able to do so um, i think that that's a huge shot in the arm for not just this auburn offense but the defense uh, feeds off of that so it's a big shot in the arm for this entire team yeah, and all, all Auburn can do is go out and continue to take care of business here. There is no two seed without a win tonight and next week. They're going to have to get something to bounce their way. Opelika has a lead over Dothan. They need a Dothan win and some helps outside of the region to get the two seed. We'll continue to look for those scores. When we come back, we'll have more on the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. This is the Auburn High School Sports Network on the Orthopedic Clinic, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Publix. Experience and knowledge from the pros. 
Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. The Auburn High Halftime Show continues. Brought to you by the Orthopedic Clinic on Wings 94.3. Welcome back to the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. Dot com. Scott Bagel here joined by Rob Pate as Auburn's been ultra efficient, leads this one 34 to nothing here at halftime. And make sure you keep your dial tuned to Wings 94.3 so you don't miss tomorrow's Auburn University football game against Mississippi State, a must win from Auburn University standpoint. Coverage starts with game day on Wings at, let's see, that one's four hours before kick at 10.30 a.m. as uh, – Jack Hudden is out. It'll be Jacob Goins and Uncle T-Bone. And, Rob, um, this – I don't know what I thought Auburn University's year was going to be this year. I don't know if I thought seven games in Auburn would have the offensive struggles and just the inconsistent from all – basically all areas of the offense yeah. that we've seen this year. Yeah, I, I didn't either, Scott. As much as Coach Freeze, I think, tried to tell us uh, that they didn't have the personnel that he thought was capable of, of being able to go out and compete week in and week out. They've done that for the most part. I mean, they've, they've, they've been there. Yeah. They've gotten to the fourth quarter and, and three out of, of their four SEC losses. Um, they just haven't been able to finish. And, um, you know, so – and some of that, I think, is just their, in a, their, their unwillingness to trust the offense fully. And I think we're going to see a little bit more of them kind of taking the training wheels off. I mean, it's at this point, I think he's frustrated with, uh, you know, losing and, and offense going nowhere, trying to protect the defense. And, and I think that uh, he's just going to have to push the ball more downfield. I mean, you can see from a guy like Jackson Kilgore out here tonight and how he stretches the field as soon as he comes in. Auburn just hasn't taken those shots. And uh, when they have, they just haven't, they haven't produced. I think that's going to change some. Yeah, well, the thing is, is you want to know an easy way to protect the defense, and you know this as a defensive guy, score points. Yeah, it fires you up because I tell you, when you're out there and, uh, you know, there's no points going on your side, you, you start you start losing the willingness to, to put your body in front of a, uh, of a big running back or, you know, just continue to sacrifice for, for nothing. So that the defense, it's a, it's a shot in the arm for them just about as much as it is for the offense. Yeah, I mean – Defense played hard. There was one game this year where I thought the defense, after about three jobs, was like, all right, good effort. We'll see you next week. And that was the LSU game yeah. when, when Auburn just – that. I, and the only – the biggest frustrating part about the LSU game was it was off of a bye. Yeah. So, you know, you play well against Georgia. You give yourself an opportunity in that game. You're coming off of a bye at LSU, who was deep into their schedule, played a bunch of games in a row. And um, if you were planning on having a late dinner that, that night to watch the, the game and all that – 
that game was over before you could even get settled in to watch it. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a poor matchup, too. With, with Auburn not having an edge rusher that's uh, prolific, you know, LSU just had the opportunity to sit there and pick Auburn apart. And, yeah. and, and their receivers and quarterbacks too good. And I'll tell you this, I think LSU's got the best running back in the league. Um, I know pe- people don't probably know him as much as they do Judkins at, uh, yeah. at Ole Miss. And he's special, too. I mean, he's, he's a great running back as well. But, um, you know, LSU skill players were just so dominant uh, that we just didn't have a, um, uh, you know, much of a chance against them. But from here on out, the, the, the talent level is, is relatively equivalent. There is no reason why a first-year coach um, should come into Jordan-Hare Stadium and, and, and walk out of here a winner this week. There's, there's one, uh, there is one, uh, where's one game the rest of the year that Auburn will be at a talent disadvantage, and that's the last game of the year. Yep. And, um, and and that that talent disadvantage should should be, um, you know, it, it should be minimized and buffered some by the atmosphere of Jordan Air Stadium. It it always does. As long as Auburn gives their fans something. That's right. If Auburn goes three and zero over the next three weeks, beating Mississippi State, Arkansas, Vandy, beats New Mexico State, Jordan Air Stadium oh, is going to be the no difference doubt. maker that it is. I agree, hundred percent. And so we just need some positive momentum to to, to go our way. And uh, I think that that starts with uh, showing some trust in the offense and letting those guys go out and earn their scholarship. Yeah, um, and and um, I, I think it's uh, it, we saw it more in the first five games or so, kind of giving receivers opportunities in one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Heck, you did it against Georgia. We didn't really see it. We saw it some against LSU. Didn't see it a lot last week against Ole Miss. If you're going to give your receivers opportunities against Georgia and their DBs, why would you not give it against everybody in the SEC? Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know. I, I think some of these, it's it's almost like even when you go back to the Cal game, it was like we're going to sit on it and take the, the air out of the ball here, and uh, and we think that we can just run the football and, and, and win this game. And, and I just don't, you know, Auburn Auburn's too predictable right now. And, and Mississippi State is, is not a bad defense. They've got no. some really good players up front, and uh, they've got some good good players out in the secondary. So they're going to give every uh, Auburn everything they, they can handle from a defensive standpoint. So uh, it's got to be a good game plan. We've got to execute it. We've got to have, have great quarterback play. Uh, the numbers say if you're able to protect against Mississippi State's blitz in the pass game, they're give up yards. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to get after you and, and – and, and, uh, if you're not going to be able to block it, it's going to be a, an issue at uh, at quarterback, whoever is there. Um, I do think there might be a little bit. You mentioned it in the first half. There might be a little bit too much subbing at quarterback because I think the biggest issue I have is there's no rhyme or reason. You get down to a third and one, all of a sudden we bring you bring in Peyton Thorne, you bring in the tight ends, the subs, the huddles, and then you break it with 12. Just small things like that have been in the way from Auburn's offense really – being consistent and moving the ball a lot here in the, yeah, in the first part. Yeah, I'm with you, and, and I think that's probably the biggest frustration with Auburn people. Um, if, if we could just see one guy that, um, you know, they felt they gave the reins and, and they let him run the entire playbook, yeah. then uh, I, I think people would be more forgiving of, of maybe the, the product. But uh, it's hard to justify third and one, third and six when it's a quarterback that uh, you can't get off the field. That's a, uh, that's a tough one to swallow. And it's also tough when when you're Hugh Freeze and you've never in your career had a a, a quarterback that hasn't thrown for at least three thousand yards, and we're nowhere close to that, and we'll not not come close to that this season. If Auburn throws for three thousand yards, Auburn will not lose another football game <laughs> That's this year. Right. It'll look like uh, 
uh, Ben Lear to Ronnie Daniels all day. Over and over and over in Athens. And over and over again when they couldn't stop a fade route to save their life. <laughs> 34-0-our score here. We'll be back with more on the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report. This is the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Come in and get it out of your system. The Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer's satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. Franklin Tire and Auto is your one-stop automotive shop. For quality, dependable tires, Franklin features Bridgestone, Firestone, and Yokohama. For complete car care, trust Franklin's ASE certified technicians. And for precision collision repair, Franklin's state-of-the-art body shop can fully restore any make or model. With free estimates, insurance claims welcome, and 24-hour towing, all at one stop. Since 1970, Franklin Tire and Auto, East University Drive, across from CC's Pizza, and at franklinautoink.com. It's time to stop dealing with unreliable network copiers, printers, and scanners and waiting for days for service. ABS of Auburn is your locally owned and operated solution. A full-line Canon, Lexmark, Toshiba, and Ricoh dealer, ABS of Auburn specializes in smooth, efficient office operations. Get the systems, tools, and expertise you need for streamlined productivity, plus reliable support that's always on call. ABS of Auburn, how may we help you? Call 334-329-7000 to schedule a free on-site consultation today. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-TIXS. This is the place for the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Show. Your Auburn High School Football Station. Wings 94-3. 34-0 Tigers lead here. This is the Orthopedic Clinic Halftime Report presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika to better serve you on the web at theorthoclinic.com. 14-10, the score at halftime as Opelika leads Dothan there. An Opelika win gives Opelika the four seed, gives Auburn the three, and gives Opelika a possible path to the Final Four without seeing Auburn or Central until the Final Four. If you're not the two, you'll want to be the four in this region. <laughs> And it's just because, look, you're going to have to play Central anyways. But I think I'd rather play them when I don't have to play somebody a week later. I yeah. get two weeks to go prepare for a state championship game. But but Auburn has has no way of being the four, do they? I mean, it's The way that they would be the four is Dothan wins, tiebreaker. Dothan wins the tiebreaker somehow. They become the two. Then it goes to head-to-head, and Enterprise would be the three. Auburn would be the four. Unless... Dothan wins and then Auburn loses this game or next week. Right. And uh, and then Auburn will be the four at that point in time. Hmm. But um, 
Yeah, it's looking like Auburn's staring at the three seed and a first-round date with the Baker Hornets. As um, as that's just where everything stands. Looking at some scores brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto. Again, Opelika on Dothan, 14-10. That game is about to kick off in the, in the second half. Enterprise all over Jack High School, 38-0. Tomorrow, Smiths will play Percy Julian. No score update on Valley and Carroll. That impacts the Dothan win-loss total in region play. 7-3 Baker over Fairhope. That game impacts the Dothan uh, win-loss total outside of region. Rehoboth, Shelby County, no score. Thompson over Hoover, 7-3 at half. The Bucks pull off a massive upset. That could help out Auburn in a three-way tie. Uh, to have Vestavia all over Tuscaloosa County, 24-0. 28-6, Hewitt over Chelsea. 8-0, Andalusia over Montgomery Catholic. That is a top three battle in 4A. And then number two, Highland Home against number four, Realtown. Realtown up on Highland Home and all of their athletes, 13-0. That game is at half. Realtown is in their history against Highland Home, 9-1. It's amazing. Against them. As uh, last year, they beat them 8-7 on a two-point conversion. Um as uh, as both of those two teams look to have to make a massive impact in the playoffs and have a chance to to make it to Tuscaloosa and play for a championship into a and then in game one of the World Series bottom three three to two Diamondbacks over Rangers those scores brought to you by Franklin Tonato friendly service from Franklin on East University Drive across from CC's Pizza in Auburn we'll be back after this for the second half this is the Orthopedic Clinic halftime report. And the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by, you guessed it, the Orthopedic Clinic. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV and off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Life isn't made for joint or orthopedic pain. It's made for living, for family, for your favorite hobbies, for sports, for morning walks and afternoon playing in the park. If you suffer from joint or orthopedic pain, turn to the experts at the Orthopedic Clinic. Our board-certified surgeons provide cutting-edge surgical procedures and high-quality, innovative services all close to home. Don't let joint or orthopedic pain keep you from doing all the things you love. Visit theorthoclinic.com and schedule an appointment today. Now, let's get back to the action. It's time to kick off the second half of Auburn High Football on Wings 94.3. Presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Goosh Performing Arts Center. 34-0 Tigers lead here. Well, if this is the last time we're going to be here at the Duck, um, it's a good one here. As uh, Auburn has done everything that uh, you could, you 
you make a list of, of hey, we got to do this to th- this is a goal, this is a goal, this is a goal. I think the only thing you could say is Auburn isn't 100% touchdowns in the red zone. That's about it. Yeah, I agree. They they, they played. Uh, I think their best football of the season, um, and and that's a that's a, a great sign when you're getting ready to to make a playoff run. Plus, you've got uh, your starting quarterback coming back into the fray um, from his injury. Uh, there's just a lot of, uh, of things that, that point towards the right direction. And, you know, we sat here and talked a lot last week, even in the loss to Central, about a lot of good things that were happening in that game, that, uh, that the score wasn't really indicative of, of how that thing could have ended if uh, one turnover on a 14-point swing um, wasn't such a crucial play in that game. So um, this team has played with a lot of confidence, and they're getting better, and, and they're, they're getting more weapons and getting healthier and um you know there's there's i would say the linebacker position and the thinness that they have there is, is cause for concern but uh, but everywhere else uh, i think this auburn team and coaching staff is feeling pretty good about themselves 341 total yards for auburn high school on the night um yeah there's not a whole lot of games that auburn high school has had that many total yards uh for a game much less a half um and and yeah Last week, Cam Coleman played. I don't know if he could play any better. And the quarterback played unbelievably well as well as that one is sent deep. And Auburn will take over at the 20-yard line. Hey, that, that, there's another kicker that put one 10 yards deep. How about that? Prattville has a proud soccer program as well. They normally have pretty strong kickers. Um, we just haven't had a chance to see them because, well, the offense hasn't done anything. Yeah, no, as, I, I agree. As Reed Montgomery there puts that one 10 yards deep. Tigers will take over at the 20-yard line. Auburn in a huddle. And for you younger guys, that means that all the 11 players get together and, and call out the play so that you, nobody can film a signal coming from the sideline, which is a whole another crazy college story that's going on right now. Kilgore in the gun, play-action pass, steps up, tries to get out of trouble, and will, and smartly gets down. It's going to be a loss of about one on the play. Yeah, good job of feeling the pressure from the backside. He stepped up nicely, but uh, could feel the uh, the pressure coming back, um, kind of retracing their steps, and uh, instead of taking the hit, he goes and, and, and takes and slides it down. That's a good job of just uh, getting down and, and, and living to see the next day. The depth there on the routes that were going across the uh, field looked like kind of off. Auburn had two people in one area. Something that normally doesn't happen. Two by two set. Kilgore has it. Drops back. Wants the out route. Has Askew. Askew gets hit hard. Gain of about five, maybe six. As third down and about six coming. Actually, I'm going to say this. It's a horrible spot. <laughs> I, I didn't. I wasn't. I was watching Hugh Bodiford in the backfield with uh, with big number 95, the the uh, sophomore defensive lineman that you said an Alabama offer from Pratful. Um, he was uh, tangling it up with him uh, in the backfield, and um, he was he was making me laugh a little bit how he was going after him. Gain of four on the play. Kilgore rolling left doesn't have it. How though? Although we see his second level guy, a nice play there by the DB as Cody Palmer almost able to make up makes the play. It was kind of a high low action and threw it to the second level. DB makes a nice play on the ball, and Auburn will have to punt for the first time. Yeah, he did. He. Uh, retraced and, and came put, got got both hands on the ball and, and snatched it away as uh, Cody was going down to the ground Cody uh kind of shaking his head I think he I think he hit his head coming down right there and uh, got a little got a little dinged up but um, he's able to make it off to the sidelines okay 
And Prattville's going to have to call a timeout to save uh, too many men on the field. They already called it. Yeah, there is a flag on the plate, and that's a five-yard penalty, which makes that horrible spot on the comeback route now look pretty big. <laughs> on the comeback, you know, we didn't talk about it, but that was a, a nice pass that uh, Kilgore threw uh, outside of the numbers, timing route, and uh, put it out there uh, for Askew to um, uh, to make the grab. That was a that's a hard throw. McKinnell. Booms that one away. Spiraling kick. Fumble. And Auburn jumps on it. Now we'll see if Auburn was able to hang on to it. And they give it to Auburn. Coming up with it is Davis Smith, the senior. And Tigers benefit from the first turnover on the day. Actually, second turnover. Auburn got a pick. It was a good punt by McKinnell. Um, he he um, got all of it and uh, had a kind of a wobbly spiral coming down. A hard-to-handle punt. And they just couldn't, and, and Auburn's got many guys there to, to be able to jump on the ball as soon as it pops free. So uh, Prattville, you know, their first uh, first time that they force Auburn to punt, and it ends up to be one of the, the biggest plays of the of the game with, uh, uh, with Auburn being able to jump on it for the turnover. Henry Allen into the game at quarterback. Tigers will shift the tight ends and the backs. Mapson is your running back. That is a power run right up the middle, and he might go untouched for 33 yards, and <laughs> he will. And uh, Hugh Botterford gets a pancake and then some on that one. Tigers up 40 to nothing. Yeah. I've watched Hugh Botterford on a couple of plays, and, and you can tell that uh, he, he's got a little extra in the tank right here. Um, I, I think the Prattville coach is asking the, uh, the, the line judge right now about, um, you know, why he's allowing some of that extracurricular stuff to go on. But, but Hugh's just going to the whistle and uh, playing with a lot of aggression tonight. 33-yard touchdown run for Omar Mamson makes this one a 40 to nothing ball game with the extra point pending. There's the snap. The kick is up, and that kick is good. 10-25 left to go here. Tigers get a gift, and they take advantage of it. 41 to nothing. Tigers lead. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. 1907, Auburn had no paved roads, no local newspaper, a few automobiles, very little electricity or indoor plumbing, and one bank, Auburn Bank. For all these years, we've had a part in shaping and serving Auburn, Opelika, and East Alabama, a steadfast partner to our customers, meeting financial needs at just the right times. How do we know our community so well? Because we've grown up together. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. The Beatles, the Stones, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. Tigers get a little bit of help from Prattville to go up 41-0. Looking at the score, 16-14. Dothan leads Opelika. The score is brought to you by Franklin Tire and Auto. Friendly service from Franklin on East University Drive across from CC's Pizza in Auburn. Dothan actually uh, opened like a block the extra point, so that's what happened there. Downs Magoo, no line drive on that one as he kicks that one nine yards deep, and Prattville will take over at the 20. There's a lot of extracurricular hits for a 41 to nothing game. Yeah. 
you know, and Auburn's got a lot of kids covering kicks that um, aren't even on the on the roster. I don't I don't know if they've got a lot of kids that are. Tenth graders that have, have come up from JV that they're trying to get some. Uh, I think it might be time for me to to recheck out to uh, Billy Ramsey, make sure that uh, we're all good squaring away on on some of these rosters. Is some ninth graders did get called up. Auburn with a four three look by the with a two back uh, look there by Prattville inside gift to Arrington who runs hard gets about four on the play. Yeah, I would I would think Prattville would would lean real heavy on the run. I mean they did in the first half already. But, um, you know, I think they're going to want this clock to run yeah. and um, and just keep trying to plow forward. Andrew Hahn is uh, playing that middle backer spot right here. He has played corner, safety, nickel, linebacker. He has played all over the back four. Same play, give up the middle to Arrington, who's going to carry one guy, break another tackle, gets about four or five guys on his back and goes for about 9, 10 yards on that play. Nice run. Yeah, he's a physical player. And um, the offensive line, you see that guy carrying defenders, and it fires them up. They want to come get it in that mosh pile and and, and just kind of rugby it forward. But, uh, you know, Auburn wants to uh, wants to stand firm here, not let, uh, not let Prattville get anything going that, uh, you know, they build confidence with here in the second half. Also, the number of plays that Auburn ran in the first half, they ran – 35 plays or so, and, and on the other side, Prattville ran about 20. Outside zone, nice blocking by by Prattville and Arrington once again, and he's going to run over Pete Davis. As, uh, it looks like, yeah, it might be, hey, we're going to run the ball to run the clock, but it, right now it's also giving the, your best player the football. Yeah, no no doubt, and uh, 10 yards again on, on that run. And uh, he could have easily just stepped out of bounds but decides to take on two Auburn defenders, and uh, and I would too if I was his size. He, he definitely has a size advantage when he gets to the, the second level. Tied in with two backs and for Prattville. Tied in moves across to the other side of the formation. Inside give once again, and Arrington very patient. He's going to get across close to the 50 to about the 48, gain of about three. And you can see Auburn now going to substitute with three new defensive linemen. A little different look, you know, with Auburn. One less defensive lineman, one more linebacker in, in the game right now. And, yeah, lineman down and... The last thing you want if you're Prattville, you're sitting here with two games left to go. You're eliminated from the playoffs. And unfortunately, if you're Prattville, it's also the best two teams in the region. For me, I understand Enterprise is going to be the two. I think if Auburn and Enterprise play again, Auburn wins the football game. Um, imagine that you fight all year long, and then you get to the end of the year, and it's Auburn and Central back-to-back weeks, <laughs> and that's what Prattville has. That's rough. That is rough. I mean, especially if even if they were – even if you're going to the playoffs, yeah. you know. That's then a, you play those two teams, boom, boom, and then you go into the playoffs. Man. Thompson looks like they figured some things out in Hoover. They lead 21-3. to three. Well, it is interesting to me that, um, you know, I, this region's taken a step forward over the last couple of years with uh, Enterprise is elevated, but Dothan, I think, has, yep. has added another element. Um, Prattville, at the same time, has taken a step backwards. Um, if, if Prattville gets back to, to where they've been, then this is a – there's going to be some really good teams that do not make the play. Already is going to be some good teams that don't make the playoffs. But uh, when you throw a Prattville in there with a Dothan and an Opelika, 
and an enterprise already with Central and Auburn. That's that's a massive. That's yep. Auburn or if false start for Prattville. I mean, last year, if you think about it, Opelika beat Central, who's the number one team in the state. The next week, they go to Prattville and lose. Yeah. Prattville also went down to Enterprise and ran all over Enterprise, and Enterprise was thought to be forgotten, and then they go to Opelika and run all over Opelika. It, last year was a very, very weird region. You could say it happened again this year with as as another give to Arrington, and Auburn finally just gives too many hats to the to the line of scrimmage for, for them to block, and it's going to be a loss of one on the play because the Auburn Enterprise game was bizarre. The Auburn-Dothan yeah. game was strange. The Dothan-Enterprise game was bizarre. <laughs> um, the Enterprise-Opelika game, I still can't figure out. Um, and then the Auburn-Opelika game was an absolute classic. Yeah. And then there's Central, and Auburn jumps off sides there. So going to set up a third down on about nine. <laughs> and then immediately gets, gets sub four. Yeah. There are certain guys, um, and, and we've seen it even happen with Caleb Pitts and Deuce White. You know, I don't think there's anybody with Jason Halverson and Brandon Hall on the defensive line. I don't think there's anybody that uh, that is beyond getting pulled yeah. on a, on an offsides, especially if you're the zero technique, jumping right <laughs> over the uh, center as Amias Greathouse checks out. Yeah, no, no immunity from that mistake. Dothan scores again, 23-14 Wolves. Again, winner of that game is in. Loser of that game is out of the playoffs. Third down and nine coming. Dropping back. Throwing. Finds his receiver. Tigers do a good job of getting two guys to the ball. And it will be a gain of a couple. Fourth down and about five or six coming. Yeah, that was a good job over there at corner by, by Mike Gunn. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't jump up on that short route and gives it to them, lets him make the completion, then comes up and makes the tackle short of the stick. So, um Good job of, of just kind of seeing the field and knowing the down and distance, coming up and making the play and forcing the punt. As Prattville, I'm kind of surprised they get the ball at the 50. They're going to punt. And it is a good punt. Cheetah has it, fumbles it, picks it up. Now now has got to see him to the near side, to the sideline, and the punter runs him out of bounds. No blocks, no flags on the play. Return of about 38, 39 yards, and Auburn will take it at about the 49-yard line. Yeah, showed a lot of speed and, uh, you know, able to, to get away from that defender that tried to horse collar him there. Bobbled that thing. That's something that the coaches aren't going to like with the, uh, uh, you know, the not fielding it cleanly, but uh, a good aggressive return that um, that they'll definitely like the outcome of that. Henry Allen into the game at quarterback, two-by-two two set. And out route or the hitch route to the outside, Ian Nation catches it, gain of about three on the play. Yeah, timing not uh, exactly where it needed to be there. Henry kind of double-pumped double on that and kept his feet moving, but uh, still delivered a nice throw out there. And uh, Ian, Ian Nation uh, racking up the, the, the touches tonight. That one was a play on watching it. That was an RPO, and I don't think Henry told the back what he needed to tell him, so the back didn't get out of the way. Give to Flakes. Flakes already over 100 yards. Back-to-back 100-yard games for, for Flakes after the 100 yards against Central. Gain of about three on the play, third down and medium coming up. 
five catches, about 58 yards for Ian Nation. Third down and three coming up for the Tigers. Tigers only two of five on third downs on the night. Blakes will have it. Gets the seam to the outside. And actually, he's going to end up being tackled. Looked like he had a seam. Looked like he had something there on the outside. Nice job, I believe, by, by the field safety who rolled down. And, yep, there's a lot of running schemes. You're going to scheme up to block a lot of guys. That free safety, you're not scheming up to block. Third, fourth down in about a yard. Yeah, he's the one that the running back, you, you want him to miss. But uh, uh, they're going to try the field goal here, Scott. Yes, sir. <laughs> the The state record is 61. It'll be a 57-yard field goal. Take a delay. Take a delay. Take a delay. No, he's it, trying to. He's yeah, trying to get. He's set trying up to quick. get. Yeah, this is a six. This is a sixty-yarder. It's good. <laughs> There's a flag on the play. Tigers call the timeout. Oh man. Sixty-yarders, and it was good. The question is, you tell the holder to go back a yard. That's, that's put right. it right on the sixty-one. Put it right on the forty-nine-yard line, and it's a fifth, and it's a sixty-one-yard field goal at that point in time. That one, just to let you know, it was good, but there wasn't a lot of wiggle room on that one. Tigers called the timeout to save the sixty-yarder, and the record is 61. sixty-one. Okay. Alex McPherson at Auburn. Wow. So when everybody sits there and says, "How come Auburn doesn't? Auburn University doesn't have a guy that can kick the ball at the end zone?" They do. I'm yeah. not sure why the ball isn't going out of the end zone. Right. Well, I, I don't know that if if they had been back one more yard, that, that one may have hit the uh, crossbar. You're right. So, and then we saw him hit a 57-yarder at Hoover and Ramsey that would have been good from 65. And this one will be marked down at the 60-yard, at the 50. So, this is a 60-yard field goal coming for Towns Magoo. There's another, there was another flag on the play. That one was good again. <laughs> Prattville called, Prattville called a timeout. <laughs> They're icing him. How many 60-yarders in a row can you kick? Oh, We're man. about to find out. I've never seen a kicker iced with three and a half minutes, th 340 in the third quarter. He kicked, he just hit two straight 60-yarders. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Come in and get it out of your system, the Car Stereo Shop. Hey, it's Steve from the Car Stereo Shop in Auburn, and yes, we did move to a new location right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited. Newer, bigger, better facility to provide our customers with best shopping experience possible. And after 18 years, our customer satisfaction is still priority one. Come see us at 1823 Opelika Road. That is right behind Custom Trucks Unlimited, or call us at 334-887-8422. The Eagles, Def Leppard, and the Tigers play here. Wings, 94-3. Towns Magoo on to attempt a 60-yard field goal once again. He's hit two. Both teams have called a timeout. We'll see what happens here on this one. The 
That one is away. It is oh, short. just short. He hits two straight from 60 yards in that one. I had just a little bit short, and Prattville will take over at the 20-yard oh, line. Oh, man. I hate that for him. He hit, he hit two straight, and both teams called a timeout. Well, and the other thing is, is that, you know, he kicked that from the 50-yard line, but but Prattville takes the ball over at the 20. At the 20, that's why you can do it. Zone. Yep. Yeah. That's a big thing uh, with his leg. Um, more so, you can attempt a 67-yarder because you can't return it if it gets into the end zone. That's right. Three thirty left to go here in the third quarter. Tigers lead forty-one to nothing. First time Auburn's had the ball and didn't score. Now there is the last possession, a little bit of an asterisk as Auburn got the got the uh, got the turnover on the punt. Pete Davis had himself an opportunity at a pick as he was stride for stride there with. Brody Bowman, incomplete, second down and 10. Yeah, he was. He did a good job at the line of scrimmage of getting his hands on him. He's disrupted the timing. He pressed him to the sidelines, and he got vertical. And the best thing Pete's done tonight is, is get his head around and find the ball. Um, that time he became the receiver, and um, if anybody was going to catch that ball, it was going to be him. He forced the, uh, the the receiver to become a defensive back from behind him. 21-7, Realtown leads Highland home. Inside give up the middle to Arrington. He tries to bounce that one out, and as soon as he gets to the line, Tigers have a couple of D linemen that come uncovered. Yeah, both. No uh, gain on the play. That's right. Both Caleb Crawford as well as Deuce White uh, do a, a nice job of just getting free. Um, uh, you know, that defensive front's played really well, Scott, the last couple of weeks. Um, they, they've, got some, they've got some guys up front that have played good football. They played well last week, too. They, got, they were so close on, on a couple of opportunities against Central. Give credit to their quarterback. He said on the first – I was talking to defensive coordinator Scott Goolsby. He said, I don't know how the ball got out of there. And all of a sudden, Deuce is about to hit him. The ball comes flying out on the money, and it's touchdown Central. Rolling to the right, trying to find his receiver a little bit out of reach, incomplete, and it'll be punting time for Prattville. And see, that's the play that Central last week – was able to complete, and to be honest with you, there's not a whole lot of high school teams that can complete a scramble drill comeback throw on the money. Yeah, they did it with uh, with regularity. I agree. And um, Bradville on to punt this one away. Cheetah Webb back deep for the Tigers. Montgomery for the Lions gets that one away. And Webb will fair catch and will make it at about the 42-43 yard line. That's where Auburn will take over. If you're Auburn, before you start getting the subs, you want a clean drive here in the second half. Yeah, I agree. And, um, yeah, they're going to put in, it looks like Jackson, Jackson Kilgore yeah. going to come in and, and take the reps in this drive, along with Omar Maps in the entire starting offensive line. Minus, uh, it looks like uh, Trenton Pritchett comes out and uh, he's rotated in. Has he rotated? Yep. Him and him and Aiden Platt have pretty much turned into a rotation at that right tackle spot. Jackson now running the Henry Allen package up the middle. Omar looked like he was going to have himself an opportunity or, or a seam there, but 
Backer comes in, able to make the tackle. Still a gain of about 10 on the play. Yeah, and just a, a nice running lanes over here. I mean, Omar's not getting any any sort of threat until he's about seven or eight yards downfield. That's just a uh, – it speaks to your offensive line doing a great job. And, and those two wings, Tyler McKinnell and, uh, and McLean. And now Auburn with the same personnel package will split out and go three receivers. McLean and uh, or uh, McKinnell and I in motion, and that's just a pitch to Omar. Omar being very patient, and now explodes through the the blockers and gets about 11, maybe 12 on the play. They're going to mark him down to the 33 yard line, and that's going to be a gain of about 15 yards. Uh, it was a great play design by by getting your two best blockers on the perimeter, and, and uh, both Griffith McLean and um, and Tyler McKennell, they're out there leading uh, bigger bodies on on secondary types with Omar Mapson out in, in space. That's a uh, that's a combination that's going to be successful for Auburn almost every time. Tigers over 200 yards rushing. Omar approaching 100 yards. Flakes already has it. Omar makes the guy miss and then runs smack dab into a defensive lineman. No gain on the play. Yeah, he did. That's that's the biggest hit Omar took tonight. Sam Cook there on the tackle. But uh, rolls off and, uh, you know, still still able to fall forward uh, after taking a big hit. That's just the, the, the strength that uh, he's able to display for, for a 10th grader. It's, uh, it's impressive. Caleb Bruce checked that on the tackle. The five and the six look kind of the same here. Kilgore with a two-by-two two set. Looks for his out route, has Daryl Gibbs, who will get tackled and have his feet knocked out from underneath him. Gain of about 12 on the play to the 20, and that play moves Auburn High School into the Byron Smokehouse red zone. Byron Smokehouse at Auburn tradition for over 30 years. A good catch, good route out here by Gibbs. You know, not uh, somebody that uh, we've called his name a lot tonight, but, um, you know, shows that uh, he can get north and south after getting the football. Outside zone, Omar puts his foot in the ground, makes one guy miss, and we'll get a couple gain of one, maybe two, and that will be the final play of the third quarter. We'll head to the fourth, 41-0, Tigers lead a second down and seven in the red zone coming for Auburn High School as Auburn High is cruising to a 7-2 and record. We'll be right back in one minute. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. This is Zach Alsterberg with Alsterberg Law Group, specializing in family law, criminal defense, DUI, and personal injury. Alsterberg Law Group can help you. 114 North Knight Street in downtown Opelika, serving Lee County and the surrounding areas for over 10 years. Remember, if you want someone that has your back, call Zach. 737-3718. Big city experience, small town values. Alsterbrook Law Group. No representation has made that the quality of services to be performed is the greater than the quality of legal services performed by other lawyers. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Auburn High School Football on Wings 94-3. Now that's classic. 41-0 Tigers lead here. 
start of the fourth quarter. Here comes motion inside give to Omar Maps and up the middle. First down yardage running over anybody that gets in his way. And he's finally stopped at about the 12-yard line, gain of about five. He gets that momentum going just so quickly. And and you're right, man. It's it just really matter what's uh, what's in between him and that goal line. I mean, he's, uh, he's full force. Omar goes over 100 Tigers with two 100-yard rushers on the night. Auburn with over 200 yards passing and... Rushing inside give to Mapson. What a cut into the end zone. Is I don't think the hole was supposed to be there, but he ends up making the cut and then gets into the end zone and then runs over a safety and ends going to get a 15-yard penalty on the end of it for staring down the guy he just ran over. 12-yard touchdown run for Omar. As a beautiful cut. I mean, it's uh, you know that's not a that's not a typical cut that a high school running back is going to make every every opportunity and uh, he's just got outstanding vision and patience right there and then uh um, and then does the boneheaded thing and stands over uh, a defender in the end zone and 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 gets the uh the penalty on him that's something that he's gonna have to learn from and you you do that kind of thing up 41 to nothing and no big deal you do that kind of thing uh, in a playoff playoff game and um you know that's a a different story yeah and that's something that we'll we'll get into is is the path as Auburn will put it, send on a different kicker here. And that fill, that extra point is up and good as kicking that one was number 43. Oliver Harmon, this junior, puts it up and in, and Auburn leads this one 48 to nothing. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Whether you're a senior golfer or pro athlete, high school football player, or little league superstar, injuries are sometimes just part of the game. When it happens, it's nice to know the Orthopedic Clinic is here to get you back in action. The team of physicians at the Orthopedic Clinic offer the latest in treatment, procedure options, and complete rehabilitation for knees, hips, ankles, spine, and more. Don't let aches and sprains or more serious orthopedic issues keep you on the sideline. Visit the OrthoClinic and schedule an appointment today. AHS Football on Wings 94.3, part of the Auburn Network family of stations. And and the the ex or the penalty will be in so uh, will be put in now. So Townsville will will kick off from the 25 yard line. Guess they wanted to rest the leg a little bit after he kicked three 60-yarders. Let's see if he can kick it in the end zone from the 25. He will approach. And it's still down to about the (laughs) two-yard line. Here comes the returner right up the middle. Got to see him once again into the open field. Towns Magoo, the only one back. And Towns Magoo makes a tackle. Now, you want to know, you were, we were talking, if you're a coaches, what can you work on? Yep. Kick cover. And there's a flag at the end of the play again. I, I didn't see what happened, but well, if maybe Auburn grabbed a face mask or if. Uh, I don't know, but once again. Uh, that, that was an incredible tackle right was. there by, by Towns Magoo. He's flat-footed. 
makes the tackle. And so this will cost Prattville 15. I think that probably was just the frustration of Prattville's kick returner once again having nothing but green grass and the kicker between him and the uh, and the goal line for a touchdown. This time he had the entire field to work with, but a flat-footed uh, backpedaling Towns Magoo is still able to uh, to make the, the open field tackle, which was really an incredible tackle. The thing about Towns is you don't kind of realize it until you see him. He's 6'1", 6'2". He's a big kid. Inside handoff up the middle, and, and Auburn's still out there with their guys. I, I think Coach Goolsby said, hey, if you're going to score in our twos, you're not doing it from the 31. <laughs> Gain of five on the play. But, you know, it, it's looking like, you know, we knew we know this going into the year. It's going to come down to can you beat Central in November? And Auburn's going to have to go to Central and do it for the second straight year. What's the path to do that? Like, like if you're going to knock off Central, you got obviously you got to find a way to, to stop Cam Coleman or yeah. slow down Cam Coleman. Inside give, that's going to be a gain of about one, maybe two on the play. Yeah, you know, I think third down efficiency was a big deal. Um, defensively, uh, you know, Central just converted far too many third downs against Auburn. And big it, plays. And more so on the conversion, there's a couple of them. It was third and nine, five-yard route, missed tackle, missed tackles, yeah. first down. Yep. Not, you know, a step late on the uh, on the on the rushing getting to the quarterback he did a really good job of buying time i think we're going to have to make him hold the ball a little bit longer and i really think disrupting the timing of cam coleman is going to be a huge factor in that game little stick route over the middle incomplete trying to find the tight end i think uh deuce white might have got a hand on it fourth down and five coming you know the the big thing was that central didn't have a running attack that hurt auburn but but they didn't have to have it because they could just throw to cam coleman Almost think Auburn has to sacrifice a player you're just, gonna have to, just play. to get in front of Coleman. Well, you're going to have to play 10 on 9. And the thing is, is the quarterback, there's not really a whole lot of read game. It's RPO game. So now it's kind of back to 9 on 9. If you had an athlete there like Central did last year, it uh-huh. might be a little bit more difficult. But I think you're going to have to put a corner and a safety over there to make sure he doesn't go for three bills again. Hits right on the outside, and receiver makes a nice catch on the play, and on fourth down and five, picks up about six. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would even consider a guy like um, I think Aiden Hahn, a guy like uh, Jace Williams, somebody that's got a physicalness to him that can play on the line of scrimmage and jam and 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 disrupt the timing and then fold back into an outside run support player. Um and, and 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 have to have to sacrifice off from in the run game in order to try to slow down that passing attack. Um, I do think the other thing that maybe you can do is, is have the corner press and just have the safety over the top. Fade route in the end zone is that picked? No, incomplete. Again, right there, stride for stride was Pete Davis. He was man, that's outstanding coverage. He's done that three times tonight. Um, they've gone after Pete Davis almost every time they've taken shots down the field. And, um, you know, both of these corners, uh, Pete Davis has been in, in position to make uh, plays numerous times. And, um, you know, these guys are, are, are playing really well after uh, having to, uh, to, to to deal with what they had to deal with uh, last week. But uh, Mike Gunn had an interception tonight, did a, a really good job of making a play on the ball. So these corners have, have, uh, have come to play. 
Second down and 10, and there will be a timeout called. 6.52 left to go here. Tigers up 48 to nothing. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Classic Hits and Auburn High School Football. Wings 94-3. With 6.50 left to go here in this game and then 7.20 left to go in the game in Opelika as Dothan leads Opelika 31-14. You saw that Opelika team. Yeah. That team's not going to make the playoffs. Uh, that's amazing. I know. That's a that's a good football team that's a loss to a lot of quality football teams themselves. Drop back, trying to run up the middle. Quarterback gets into the open field. First down to the 10, runs out of bounds. Tigers brought a five-man pressure there. Nice wherewithal there by the, the, by the quarterback to sense it. He did that for a touchdown earlier, and uh, no hold on this one. Gain of about 14 on the scramble, first down, and goal. Yeah, you're right. Almost the exact same play that drew a holding uh, call in the first half. That time their receiver downfield does a good job of not getting a block in the back on Pete Davis to, to ruin the field position for Prattville. But, yeah, back to, to Opelika. That's a that's a really good football team with, uh, you know, maybe the best maybe the best quarterback in the region that won't even go to the uh, playoff. Uh, the guy for Central is pretty darn good. Gagliano is good inside handoff as Arrington's going to be hit and stuck at about the four-yard line. Um, well, I mean, Gagli- you, the quarterback Gagliano is really good. The receiver's good. The yeah. two good backs, really good defensive line. Yeah. And they're going to come up a, a win short. But you look at that schedule that they played. I mean, I, it, brutal. It's, it's, it's just it's just ungodly. Yeah, you play Auburn. So you look at the top four. They played all four of them. Check that. They played number one, number two, number four, number seven, and number five. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you, MGM ain't the number three team in seven A. <laughs> Auburn has too many on the field. And it'll be half the distance. It'll be second down in about a yard and a half. Well, they're a they're a new. I mean, I know from my daughter playing volleyball about their their school, but I don't I don't recall them being a playoff. Two years team. removed from zero and ten. Wow. I don't know the last time MGM made the playoffs. It's the highest ranking they've ever had in program history. Inside give to Arrington, and he gets stacked up at the goal line, and Auburn wants a donut. No gain on the play, third down and goal. Yeah, good job by those guys just kind of making it a muddy picture and uh, that defensive front holding their ground. The guys uh, at the second level, linebackers coming up and pushing and not not allowing Prattville to rugby that ball in. No brotherly shove on that one. Uh, 
Yeah, the MGM story is one of the more impressive turnarounds in 7A from 0-11 two years ago or 0-10 two years ago to a 10-0 regular season. Two tight end shift here for Prattville. And it's an inside give once again. Tigers get penetration. No, sir. Fourth down and goal. Wow, great job. Just terrific flow. A lot of individual battles, one up front. Uh, Deuce White's able to, to, to swipe across his uh, man and and I think gets the first uh, contact behind the line of scrimmage there. So the last time Mary Montgomery made the playoffs, actually they made it last year and lost to Central in the first round. Before that, it was 2002. Wow. So the turnaround that they have has been impressive from the past couple of years as uh, they were on their way to to, to go in 10-0. But Tom, our Central 1, understandable. Thompson 2, I'll give you MGM 3, can't four is Dothan five is Auburn six is Vestavia seven is Enterprise eight is I think eight might be Baker nine is uh, Hewitt and ten is Austin wow but I can tell you that who that Opelika team is as good, if not better, than than a bunch of those teams mentioned. Well, and I remember last uh, playoffs that every one through four went and, and won um, in the playoffs last year Yeah, from this region, beating the Mobile region. I don't know if it's unheard of that it happens again. Fourth and goal at the two-yard line. Tigers showing blitz up the middle. It's a quarterback keeper. Tigers have him hinned up, and no, sir. Goal line stand for the Tigers as Prattville takes it out of their best player's hands and try to go quarterback sweep with number six with uh, Jackson Studdard, a receiver, and that'll do it at the goal line. And Auburn holds firm again after the, the big kick return. Auburn holds and, and forces Enterprise, or forces Prattville back. Yeah, I bet that guy has 160 yards of kickoff return yardage, yeah. and they have no points to show for it. That's yeah. just uh, that's a great job by the defense rallying uh, to you know when they need to come up and make a play. And on that last play, Jackson Lover and again just kind of slipped through and uh, forced everything to the uh, to the to the boundary, and uh, the rest of the defense gets there and get him on the ground. Max Hammer into the game at quarterback. As into the into the game as well is the running back number five, Mikael Ammons, as he will get to about the six yard line. As Auburn will start rotating people in here, as a bunch of seniors will start rotating out. Mark Basil at tight end or rotate in. Grayson Vandenberg will also come in at receiver. Yep, uh, as well as Noah McDonald. Justice Wah as well. We'll get the new offensive linemen that are in as well. Aiden Platt and Pritchard are into the game at at tackles as Ammons bounces off of a defensive lineman and get yards out to about the 15, gain of about nine on the play. Wyatt Auburn, not Wyatt Auburn, Tucker Auburn into the game. At guard, Carter Robinson at center. Caden Neighbors is in at guard as well. I think Andrew Hahn checked in the game at running back. 
is Hammer with under a minute left to go. Inside give to Han. Han will get his first down and out to about the 25-yard line. Matthew Givens checks in as well as Wyatt Edmondson. Auburn probably will run one more play. They don't have to if they don't want to. Did Andrew Hahn play offense at some point? He, his- he has, yeah, because he, uh, he was thought that, that he was going to have to play both ways um, until Auburn got to full strength, and, uh, and he didn't because uh, the two running backs ended up being really, really good, and he gets a carry right there, and that will do it here in this one. Tigers win this one 48 to nothing as uh, Auburn goes to 7-2. and two and have themselves set up as as good as they can hope for. Now it comes down to a tiebreaker if the score in Opelika holds as Auburn wins this one. 48-0, and Dothan is on pace to win that one by a couple of scores. We'll be back with our postgame show after this. Tigers win 48-0. You're listening to the Auburn High School Sports Network presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. The Goosh Performing Arts Center at Auburn University is Alabama's newest premier destination for the arts, bringing you the very best of Broadway, dance, music, and more. Learn more about upcoming performances and our calendar of events online at gooshcenter.auburn.edu. That's G-O-G-U-E center.auburn.edu or call the box office at 334-844-T-I-X-S. You've waited 279 days for game day, ready to cheer on your favorite team on 12 Saturdays. One new camper van to tailgate with thousands of your closest friends. You love all seasons, but this one is special, like your one and only bank. Troy Bank & Trust has a location near you. For every financial need along life's journey, rely on us today, tomorrow, and always. The only bank you'll ever need. Troy Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Russell Building Supply is your hometown home improvement store. You'll find what you need when you need it. And as a Russell Rewards member, you'll be in the know about monthly specials and exclusive offers. Russell Building Supply, East University in Auburn, across from Cary Creek Public. Experience and knowledge from the pros. Russell Dewitt Center and Building Supply. Hi, football fans. Glenn Smith is happy to be a sponsor of high school football. We love that Glenn Smith can play a part in supporting high school sports. We salute the team, coaches, band, the cheerleaders, and, of course, the families and fans. We are proud to be your Chevrolet and GMC dealer for East Alabama and West Georgia. Online 24-7 at glennsmith.com. Glenn Smith Chevrolet GMC in Opelika. Get ready to smile. Now back to the stadium for the Southern Union Post Game Show, recapping tonight's Auburn High game on Wings 94-3. Welcome into the Southern Union State Community College Post Game Show. Presented by Southern Union State Community College, affordable, accessible, unparalleled. It's time to venture forward and blaze your path. Visit suscc.edu. Scott Bagler joined by Rob Payton. Rob, you went 48 to nothing. There's not going to be a whole lot of overly negative things to take away. Um, you don't hit the 60-yard field goal after you hit it twice. Yeah. I think the, the, on a serious note, the, the thing that you do need to 
sure up is as the weather starts to drop, it was, it is going to be tougher to kick the ball out of the back of the end zone every single time. Yeah. Auburn needs to make sure they kick cover. And then with the injuries on defense, there's probably some people in some new spots. And Auburn gave up two, almost three big-time returns. Yeah, I think that Auburn's trying to get some guys some reps in, in live game situations that, that aren't out there 100% of the time. Um, so I'm not sure if that was just guys running out of their lanes or guys that were getting blocked, couldn't get off of blocks. But I, I know that intuitively these guys expect uh, towns to kick the ball in the end zone. They're, they're not expecting to have to go down there and make a tackle, and that's just something that they have to eject from their mindset because we see it. He can miss hit one, and it can become a huge play. And if that happens against a team that can capitalize on it, then then that you get down two scores right there. So uh, definitely something they have to improve on. Opelika scores a touchdown. It's 38-28. Dothan leads with a minute, uh, a minute and eight seconds left to go on that one. If that score holds your teams will be set as far as who was in the playoffs. It is not set as far as what seeds are in the playoffs. Those were all come down to other games, games that I've been looking for, have not not been able to find. We will have more info on all those games and what could happen and and what and, and, and all of that fun stuff uh, as we, we go into next week. But what it does look like is Auburn is in. Well, and it doesn't. Auburn is in. Dothan will be in, Enterprise will be in, and uh, then some team from Mobile is going to have to welcome in an 8-2 and two team from this region who is pretty darn good. Congrats, you won a home game. Now you get to play Auburn, Enterprise, Dothan. Yeah, those just, it's just amazing that, that Auburn Auburn could, you know, potentially be a four seed in the yeah. playoffs if, if it all shakes out, you know, in that manner, which wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing, but uh, other than having to go on the road and go down to Mobile, but um, it just speaks to the to the quality of this region and uh, some of the other teams that uh, have risen their level of play. Yep. And the other thing is, uh, don't make mistakes in the in the games in the in the big one. You know, you lose to Central because they got some guys and they made some plays and all that. Enterprise game comes down yeah. to who made more mistakes, mm-hmm. and that was Auburn. Um, but Auburn wins this one, forty-eight nothing. We come back. We'll have final thoughts. This is the Southern Union State Community College post-game show on the Auburn High School Sports Network, presented by the Orthopedic Clinic. In simple. In today's economy, it's vital to work with an experienced lender who understands your needs. Auburn Bank's mortgage lending team is made up of local folks who can help you navigate the process. Whether it's finding your dream home or making improvements to your existing home, stop by our new home in the Auburn Bank Center. We'll be glad to help. Auburn Bank, champions of you. Member FDIC, online at auburnbank.com. Equal housing lender, NMLS number 403461. Inspired by the bold bison, Southern Union students blaze new trails every single day. They press forward knowing their SU education will lead them to success. Affordable, accessible, and locally unparalleled. Whether you're transitioning to a university or launching straight into a lucrative career, a degree from SUSEC can help you blaze your path. Three locations, dedicated faculty and staff, endless possibilities. It's all waiting for you at Southern Union. It's time to venture forward. Register today. Bending, stretching, walking. The simple moves in life are a real challenge with joint pain. When that happens, the Orthopedic Clinic is here to help. The Orthopedic Clinic offers a comprehensive range of restoring services, from total and partial joint replacement to bone health programs, physical therapy, and sports medicine. With offices conveniently located in Auburn and Opelika, the Orthopedic Clinic is close to home and here to help you stay in motion. Visit theorthoclinic.com to schedule your appointment today. 
Attention large property owners and adventure seekers. If you're looking for a reliable and powerful off-road vehicle, check out the full lineup of Landmaster UTVs at University Ace Hardware. With a tough steel frame, four-wheel drive, and strong suspension, Landmaster UTVs can handle anything from hauling gear for a hunting trip, tackling chores around your property, or exploring new trails. Landmaster has a UTV for you. Visit University Ace Hardware today and experience the ultimate UTV in off-road performance. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. The Post Game Show continues. Brought to you by Southern Union State Community College. On your Auburn High football station, Wings 94-3. Welcome back to the Southern Union State Community College Post Game Show. Presented by Southern Union State Community College. Affordable, accessible, unparalleled. It's time to venture forward and blaze your path. Visit suscc.edu. Auburn wins this one 48 to nothing. And really dominant fashion. You know, Auburn's up 34 to nothing at half. Yeah, it's really hard to get 17, 18-year-olds to stay as locked in and as focused as Auburn was in that first half when you're up by that much. I thought they did a great job. You know, kudos to the coaching staff and to the, the seniors. They were all lined up, you know, down the sideline before the game to, for recognition of senior day. Um, they came off of a tough loss to Central, and they came out here, and uh, we didn't see any repercussions and just carry over from that. That's hard to do. It, it, you're right. It is hard to come out and, and maintain that level of intensity when you take it into the locker room and it's 34 to nothing. But it's even tougher for these guys to come out sometimes and, and lose heartbreakers and, and games that uh, against opponents that they want to beat um, and then come out and, and play and execute well, especially when you're when you're, you're folding in your, your starting quarterback again. Yeah. I thought that was important for both of those guys to come out and, and have confidence going forward, and I think that they got that done tonight. Yeah, and, I mean, I remember last year when we lose to Central in the, in the big showdown, Auburn number one team in the state goes there, doesn't play well, turns the ball over a couple times. Yeah. And then we go to Prattville, and it's 28 nothing, And you're like, all right, well, Auburn's answered, blah, blah, blah. And then Prattville comes back and makes it a game and, and all that fun stuff. And um, not not the case here tonight. Auburn Auburn able to finish it, uh, pull away from Prattville, and um, and just, just, you know, a lot, so many different positive things from the quarterbacks to the offensive line to the receivers to the running backs to the defense. You know, they didn't have a whole lot of pressure on them, but the two times that they had pressure on them because of the special teams, they stepped up and and, uh, and had an answer. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, uh, you know, you just I tip my hat to uh, to, to Coach Etheridge, Coach Goolsby, Coach Wagnon, and their, and their staffs for just getting their guys up and ready to play because every time uh, they had, uh, you know, their backs up against the wall, um, they, they, they solidified and, and stood tall and were able to get off the field. And, uh, you know, everything was, was flawless for the most part. I don't think we had a turnover. Um, you know, the one thing you, you, you have to clean up are some of the penalties, but uh, most of those penalties were things that are, you know, really just the heat of the battle type stuff where guys are competing. And um, I don't think that they'll be up in arms over that. But, um, you know, it was a, it was a, flawless, uh, it was a flawless night. And, um, you know, it's, th- those are the type of nights you need as you get ready to go into the playoffs where it's going to get a lot harder. Jack Hudden was uh, had to go on the road this week, so he wasn't able to be here and talk to Coach Etheridge. The next time you can hear Coach Etheridge will be uh, with Jacob Goins on, on the line on Thursday at 3 p.m. as uh, he'll talk about this one and then talk about the upcoming matchup with Smith Station. And then make sure you also uh, you tune in to Wings at 1030 for game day on Wings as uh, as that will begin the, the coverage for Auburn-Mississippi State 
what is a massive, massive game for both teams. You have both programs kind of teetering in a first-year uh, head coach, Mississippi State, coming off of a old-school SEC 7-3 win. Tigers looking to get something to go right in in, the, in a game on the offensive side of the ball. And, uh, and, and what I think for a lot of fans is, hey, this is your last opportunity to go show me that we're going to step forward as uh, – as, uh, there was a whole lot of frustration in the uh, in the game last week. Yeah, I, I agree. And um, you know, this is a this is the chance to, like we said, get get some positive momentum going and see if you can't capitalize on it. Because if if you get that going and, and you, you you get a couple of wins under your belt, what happens in that last game? Like we talked about earlier at halftime. I mean, it's a uh, in the Iron Bowl, anything can happen when uh, when you've got an Auburn program that has got confidence. The next broadcast right here will be on the Auburn High School Sports Network. will be next Friday night against Smith Station. Air time will be 6.30 on Wings 94.3, wingsfm.com, and the Wings 94.3 app with kickoff at 7 o'clock. Be sure to tune in again to ESPN's 106.7 on the line with Jacob Goings every Thursday at 3 p.m. on Game Weeks to hear from Coach Etheridge to preview and review the games from the past week and the upcoming week. Auburn High School football today is produced by me. Our studio engineer is Sam Boyd. For my broadcast partner, Rob Pate, I'm Scott Bagwell. Until next time, have a good night, and go Tigers. Auburn High Football on Wings 94.3 has been presented by the Orthopedic Clinic, Russell Building Supply, and Southern Union. Also brought to you by Auburn Bank, Franklin Tire and Auto, University Ace Hardware, Troy Bank and Trust, and by Goosh Performing Arts Center. Thanks for listening to your hometown station for Auburn Sports, Wings 94.3.